Dork Tales presents Van Delver and Below, The Shattered Obelisk. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fandelver and Below, The Shattered Obelisk. I'm your Dungeon Master, Kelly. I use he and him as my pronouns. And folks, we are starting the Fandelver campaign right now. Uh, thank you so much for being here tonight. We're incredibly excited. Uh, and hopefully you enjoyed our episode zero and are coming in here with uh, with fresh faces, bright eyes, and all of that good stuff. Uh, we're going to be starting in just a second. Before we do, let's go around and introduce the cast and then say a quick thank you to our sponsor. Uh, let's say hello, starting with Christine. Hey, Christine. Hello, I'm Christine. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and tonight I get to play Lady Alessandra Barraquel, our ASMR paladin. Nice. Uh, over in the corner, we've got Caitlin. Hello, I'm Caitlin. Um, I use she, her pronouns, and tonight um, I'll be playing Anthea Briarfoot, uh, the halfling um, artificer. Nice. Uh, down beneath you, we've got, I think that's Amy. I can't tell. So Hi. Different. I'm Amy, pronouns are she, her, they, them, and I am playing Lyric the Tiefling Bard. Nice. Uh, next to you, we've got Krista. Hello, I'm Krista. I use uh, she, they, or her, them pronouns, uh, and I am playing Carmilla, Eriza Carmilla Alazarin. I haven't said it enough yet. Uh, the Dampier Fighter. And finally, uh, joining us for the first time in a campaign is Chris. Hi, thanks for having me. I am so excited to be here tonight. My name's Chris. I'm playing Sindri, the half-elven monk, and I'm calling you today from the traditional unceded territories of the Kit-Kat people in what is now the West. So thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be part of the channel. Someone just bought, the, the cast just bought 14 Hurt the Moors, uh, which I'm keeping track of with D6s, so I'm really glad. Uh, I'm in Kansas right now running this game where I normally would be in Canada, and I found a cube of D6s in my mom's garage, so I'm really glad that I did, because holy crap, I actually have to, I, I was like, I'm going to use like two or three of these. 14 Hurt the Moors, five something good happens. I don't know how I'm going to do this, guys. Congrats. You're, you're A drama bomb. And everyone has a, I think everyone has a determination. Okay, so let's pop those on. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, a quick reminder that little little icons in the corner, determination, basically is something that the chat can purchase during live performances to allow the players to add their um, proficiency bonus, again, to any role, even if they have proficiency, even if they have expertise. We are also using a modified rule for the first time in one of our module campaigns today uh, and throughout called Inspirational Crits. It's inspired by a video Video by Ginny D. Uh, and basically, when you get a nat 20 in combat, you can choose to give inspiration to another player that has to be used during their combat. Uh, and so on. It can popcorn. The enemies can do it too, though. So the more crits I get, the more powerful I get, the more crits you get, the more momentum you get. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, what also I'm excited about, besides starting this fantastic campaign, is our sponsor for the night, Bookworm Games. Bookworm Games is a fantastic Vancouver area proprietor of all things dice and geeky. If you need dice, they have more than 170 types, from resin to acrylic, from liquid core to uh, gemstone, actual gemstones people, to candy dice. If you want to eat some dice to intimidate your other dice, they have rolling trays, they have rolling bins, they have dice boxes and bags they have tea and other scented and flavored goodies and coming very soon gaming tables so if you want to have the premier gaming table 
Check out Bookworm Games and use code DORKTALES to save 10% off of your order. You can also be a late backer over at their Kickstarter for Quest Chest, which is a system agnostic adventure in a box similar to a module mixed with an escape room and some other fun stuff combined there. Thank you to Bookworm Games for sponsoring us tonight and for sponsoring a giveaway. If you're watching live, we are going to be giving away... Christine, what are we giving away tonight during... Uh, at the very end of game, we'll say. We are giving away a set of dice from Bookworm Games. Beautiful. Do not yet know what set of dice it is, so it's a surprise. It's it's magical mystery dice. So I hope that you uh, you do that. We're gonna be giving away uh, items for this game all the way through episode four. So you definitely come back every week because uh, we're gonna be giving cool stuff out that you can win and have shipped to your house by Bookworm Games. Thank you to Bookworm Games for being our sponsor yet another month. And a quick reminder that if you want to support this channel directly, you can do so on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/DorkTales is the best place to get advanced content, behind-the-scenes material, and tons of other additional content from Dork Tales. Uh, there's generally between four and six games a month that come out there, plus a podcast, plus another podcast, plus if you're of uh, certain tiers, you get additional perks, like you get help with our world building, you get help with the creation of deities, demigods, heroes, locations, and more, which get used in our homebrew games. You also uh, will have access to modules that I write, uh, including a one-shot that we just did uh, last week that was a lot of fun, I think. Uh, so consider going and supporting us on Patreon if you'd like to, or you can subscribe right here on Twitch. Uh, and if you're on YouTube watching this later, let me know if you want memberships, because that's something a lot of people are doing, and I've been, I'm curious. I'm curious how it goes. Whew. All right, first game jitters, folks. You guys ready for this? Okay. Well, yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right. So, let's go. Uh, without. Couldn't find the mute button. Yay, let's do it. All right. So, without further ado, let us go ahead and start Fandelver and Below, the Shattered Obelisk. <clears throat> it's night. But it's always night here. Carmilla. The table beneath you is cold. It's always cold. The only light in the room comes from two sources. A crackling fire in the corner. A mantle that bears a harsh portrait that leers down at you. One that you have seen every day of your life. And that until you were an adult, until the first signs of your destiny appeared, you didn't know the gravity. But ever since, the intensity of that stare has borne into you, has pierced you and penetrated you much like the needles in your arm. Above you, the second light, a candle held inside of a sconce by your uncle, Orlok. He looms over you. You try to move the leather straps around your wrists, your legs, your throat. They are tight and they are stronger than Just a minute, my dear, he says. You're trying something new, 
The gauge of this needle is thick and painful, and you feel it pierce the side of your throat. There. All done. How do you feel? In truth, you feel terrible. Nauseous. The slimy wriggling of whatever was injected into you. You feel it crawl through your veins. And then there's the sound of snapping leather. And you sit up. A choke rises to your throat. And you look at your Uncle Orlock. His beady eyes over his long, curly, black and, and white beard. He looks shocked. He looks terrified. And he stumbles back, dropping the candle, casting stark relief onto his reflection. Off onto his face. And there's a satisfaction inside of you, seeing him afraid of you for the first time. But then you hear it, the sound of rearranging bone, the sound of cracking. He stumbles backward, and the surgeon's tray tips. And as you feel this indecipherable, indescribable pain ripple through your skull, you glance down at the steel of the surgeon's tray and see the gray and purple flesh looking at yourself the inky black eyes and the writhing tendrils coming from your mouth. You hit a bump and suddenly jerk awake. You and your companions have been riding down the road from Neverwinter to Fandalin. Light is streaming through the air cutting through the branches of this woods road, the most rural you maybe have ever been. Who is driving the oxen at the front of the cart? You do not need proficiency to do so. The oxen are well-trained. Okay, Lyric. Uh, so Lyric, please describe yourself. So Lyric, you are handling the oxen. Do you, did you name the oxen? Yeah. What um, are they? Ox one and ox two. Ox one, so oxy and ox do. Yeah. Okay. All right. So as you're driving the car, can you please describe yourself for the audience? All right. So Lyric is a uh, rather slight built tiefling, um, very pale, uh, with whitish gray skin, um, long white, silver white hair, and two gold horns that are kind of coming out and curling back a little like um, back over her head and she's got a, sma a, a smattering of like gold freckles and these um, very shocking golden orange eyes with slitted pupils and she is very simply but respectably dressed with like a white button up and a and like a cream vest like a beige vest and a red um, necktie, like, ribbon. Nice. Are you talking or doing anything as you're riding down the road? I think, I think she's probably humming to herself. Okay. It's 
kind of like and like maybe like tapping her foot in time with the the spinning of the wheels. Hmm. Who's sitting in the front next to you on the front of the cart? Anyone? Or are you all crowded in the back beneath the canopy? I'd be this way, Carmela. Okay, so uh, Alessandra, you're sitting in the front. Please describe yourself. All right, so um, Alessandra is not too tall, about 5'7". Um, she's fairly slim and pale, and she takes after her parents in kind of like, looking, by looking a bit half-elven, but she clearly has some signs of being an ASMR around her, including the slightly ghostly glowing halo that crowns her head. Um, and she just kind of has this bit of golden light sort of feel to her. Um, but she has long red hair and green eyes. Beautiful. All right. So, and um, so Lyric is kind of humming to herself and kind of like just thrumming. Are you doing anything in the front? I think just kind of looking around because I don't think she get got to be away from her parents' estate very much. Didn't like to be out on her own without family oversight. This is the furthest south you've probably ever been, and it's a bit exciting because what you know about Fandorn, the place that you're headed, is that it's a bit rough and tumble. It's a frontier town. Miners, foresters, ne'er-do-wells. It's an exciting place to be, especially if you're from somewhere as beautiful, renowned, and sparkling as, of course, the city of skilled hands. Neverwinter is the gem of the entire Sword Coast. And this? But this is real people. Much like your companions here. Like the one sitting directly behind you inside of the cart. Sindri, you're a real person. Describe yourself. I am a real person. And more than that, I'm very excited uh, to be riding in a cart, which I have probably never done before. Um, Sindri is rather short for uh, for human. That's why he's because he's a half-elf. Uh, kind of on the lower end of the human size. Uh, he's very slight, but he's kind of muscled like a, a gymnast. Uh, he's wearing a poncho over boots that... Uh, are pretty well worn but pretty new uh they look like they've <laughs> seen a lot of work in the last couple months but the tops of them are still put together he's uh wearing a traveling a travel poncho over uh, a light set of clothing that he looks like has been wearing for maybe years and just patching and putting together with sailcloth and other accoutrements uh he's got light blue hair and uh, a couple days beard uh but he is eagerly looking out the front of the uh the wagon um maybe because he wants to keep an eye on the horizon or maybe because he gets uh motion sick because he's never been in a cart before you want to make me a constitution save absolutely i guess that's the first roll of the game huh first roll of the game is a constitution save not to get car sick let's go 14 an adjusted 14 an adjusted 14 all right so you're just you're you're gonna be a little like like sea-legged land-legged off this but oh you're fine you're not going to get cart sick at this point um however you're gonna see that you you go a little pale for a minute as that bump hits and anthea you were sitting in the back is anthea or anthea 
Oh, Anthea. Anthea, yeah. okay. So Correct. Anthea, you're going to notice that Sindri looks like he's got a little bit of, like, maybe a slight upset stomach. Not enough that he's going to, like, yak. But, you know, he's got a little bit of, uh, a little bit of hesitation. Oh. oh, are you feeling under the weather? I have something for that. Um, she's going to start rummaging through her various potions around her waist. Oh, that's... I a... mean, they're not very good quite yet, but, you know, I'm trying oh. best. Oh, uh, that's that's quite all right. That's quite all right. Um, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just a little unsettled. It's, I'm. He, he kind of like slides back down beside Anathea on the cart. Uh, well, I've, I haven't m done much travel by uh, cart before. It's mostly been by boat or by foot. So, it's oh, a real, okay. yeah, it's a real treat. But I am going to keep looking up the front if you don't mind. Oh yes, that's a good idea. She's actually like... going to scramble over to like the front. <laughs> Can she like talk to Lyric? from where she is? Absolutely. Excuse me. Excuse me. That was a really big bump we just hit. Knocked Carmilla right out of her sleep. We should try to avoid those in the future. You try telling that to the ox. Oh, well, um, excuse me, Mr. Ox. Please try to avoid that in the future. Did I do that right? Make me an animal handle. You, you, I have no <laughs> idea. You did, you did exactly as asked. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, let's see here. <laughs> That's an 11. An 11? Uh, okay. The, the yeah. ox <laughs> is going to hop and then is going to step over a root rather abruptly. Causing the entire wagon what? to go... She'll probably just on her butt. <laughs> cool. Uh, and can you describe Anthea as she falls on her butt? <laughs> so Anthea um, is a halfling standing at about you know, three, two, and less when she's sitting down. So she likely doesn't fit on the seat in general and looks like a child on it. Um, she has blue hair that she ties into a crumb braid on her head, um, as well as looking kind of scholarly with her half frame glasses and um, little bow tie, blue bow tie. She's got some pink eyes and um, strangely tipped ears, like kind of almost looks half-elven ears, but... She tries to hide them under her hair most of the time. Nice. And her hat. So you're going to get knocked over and kind of like roll back through the cart a bit, um, bumping into Carmilla where she's been kind of half reclining. Um, Carmilla's been taking the night shifts for any... any... Try to, she'll try to catch Anthea a little bit. Okay. And as you roll back into Carmilla, uh, Carmilla, you'll be able to kind of like just brace her a little bit. Describe yourself. Uh, Carmilla is not particularly like... If you were to see just a, a, a figure in, like, just a shadow of her, you wouldn't think much. Uh, she's, like, 5'7", pretty average size, average height. Um, but uh, when you see her in the light, uh, the yellow eyes and the very, very solid and pale skin um, definitely stands out a little bit. Uh, she holds herself... Um, almost unearthly still <laughs> uh, which may either come from many years of, of training in uh, a lordly house or possibly just the fact that she's kind of sort of a little bit undead um, but you know it's one of the two uh, you take your pick um, wearing sort of a very long uh, sort of just past her knees uh, very full bottomed coat in black leather 
uh, with some basic traveling pants and traveling boots, uh, with a very, very nice looking long sword uh, with a gold hilt and a beautiful uh, red jewel on the end of it um, that she maneuvers quite deftly, uh, but she will stop and try to catch Anthea and be like, Thank you very much, Anthea, but you don't need to look out for me. I, I appreciate it, but you're it's okay. Are you oh, okay? Thank you, yes. My butt hurts a little bit, but I'll be okay. She'll kind of wipe her dress down, kind of pat it down, there we go, and uh, take a seat beside you again. <laughs> I think Lyric will call back kind of over her shoulder. Um, I find if you bounce with the uh, with the carts, it tends to, to uh, ease the bump. A bit. Just have oh. a little... Uh, go with the rhythm. Oh, that that's a good idea. You know, Anthea, I, I met someone that did... Um, they put mm -hmm. some kind of spring in the cart, and it, it kind of stopped the shock. Perhaps you could oh, invent yeah. something like that. Oh, okay. I'll get to sketching that right away. Thank you. That's a really good idea. Where would you put the spring? Perhaps under the seats? Okay. So you bounce yeah, with yeah. the cart, right? This is what lyrics yeah, say, yeah. bounce with the cart. With the cart. Oh, I'm gonna stop mm. doing that. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> and with that, you continue riding down the road. You've gotten to know each other fairly well since you're, um, you began your adventure career in Neverwinter. You met up with uh, a dwarf named Gundren Rockseeker, who encouraged you to take this mission. Uh, Sindri in particular, an old friend of Gundren, he hired you to help guard this. And all of you had your reasons for heading down to the frontier town of Phandalin. Right now, each of you um, are going to be paid 10 gold pieces for escorting these supplies safely. It also gets you a ride there, which is mutually beneficial. He set out ahead of you, saying that he had to take care of some things a bit early. Since then, you've spent the last few days following the high road south from Neverwinter, and you've just recently veered east along Tribor Trail. There's no trouble, at least not so far. But you know this territory can be dangerous, so you've been doing a good job of resting when you can, camping when you had to, and keeping a good eye on the road. Bandits and outlaws have been known to lurk around here, but the five of you are, well, at least competent, right? Is there any been anything that's been coming up along the way? Anything that you would have particularly been talking about, or just kind of vibing with each other? I I have, and I don't know if it's if it's mutual, but Carmilla is definitely like eyeing Alessandra of, of kind of like kind of wary and like trying to like not trying to get a vibe <laughs> fair and trying to be totally not a bad guy ever definitely not a bad guy not at I all think Alessandra has just been listening to the others and kind of like just kind of wrapped attention on like when they talk about anything to do with like normal life i think this is a little bit of like a prince in the pauper type th situation where the prince is just like obsessed with normal life type thing perfect so what is that so and that's just kind of listening because she's feeling a little out of her depth being outside of her parents walls 
So as you're keeping an eye, so actually, Alessandra, there's a good chance that you were giving Carmilla quite a spook because you keep looking into the back. Not so much to see her, but the wagon is full of all sorts of things that you probably haven't experienced before. Trail rations, mining equipment, casks of salted pork, kegs, kegs of strong ale, shovels, oh, no, no, no. picks, crowbars. I mean, she uh, has seen them in books. Oh, in books. Okay. So you can see, so seeing that Carmilla is, has been napping on flour sacks because they're the most comfortable thing in the back seat. The other thing is out the back of the wagon. It's, think of it like kind of like a frontier wagon is what I'm picturing here. Like the covered canvas ones from like pioneer days. You can see out the back and you can see now the Tribor Trail disappearing behind you, lengthening. Each step of the ox and each rotation of the wheel moving you a step further than you've ever been on any adventure. Now, you've been on the road for about a half day at this point. And you're nearing a side road that'll lead you south toward Phandalin. Lyric, you angle the oxen around the bend. And as you do, something catches your eye directly ahead of you. A nearby tree has an arrow embedded in it. Now, how common is it for arrows to be embedded in trees? Just on your average journey. Uh, it's not uncommon. Sometimes hunters miss their mark. But it catches your eye and raises a little bit of curiosity. Which is why a moment later, you're not particularly surprised, necessarily, as you stumble on the scene of a recent battle. The woods are close to the trail here with a steep embankment and dense thickets on either side. You can see the site here is littered with arrows, torn scraps of fabric, odds and ends discarded from what looks like some tra travel bags. And a pair of horses wander the road, sniffing mm. at ransacked personal effects. Uh, I think we should take a bit of a pause here. There's uh, some evidence of, well, a scuffle? A scuffle? Oh, oh dear. No, I think we should continue on. I really... Oh, yes, but there's gosh. horses and they're just sort of wandering and I don't want to leave them alone. Oh. Look, are they, are they blocking the path? They are. They're kind of just like minding their way in the middle of the path like sniffing around, kind of just grazing at whatever little weeds pop up. Yes, well, there's also a bit of an equine obstruction, so... Oh, well, that's a little bit different. Um, Carmilla is just going to pop, pop out the back quietly and just sort of stand next to the oxen. Sorry, go ahead, Kristen. All right, what were you saying, Alessandra? What happened to the people? Do you see anybody? Do I see any? No one is immediately available. You could go and check the horses, check some of the belongings that are littered about. Oh, oh absolutely. I'm just going to try and swing down from the side of the wagon to start going and look. Uh, I think I think particularly if Alessandra starts to walk forward, I think Carmilla's going to put a hand out and just and pull her sword and kind of 
give Alessandra a bit of a look of like a be prepared and then slowly start walking forward very carefully and probably look back to Sindri honestly because like you look competent um, and maybe uh -huh. give you a bit of a nod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sindri will draw his sword and kind of keep an eye on the back of the cart to make sure no one's trying to sneak up around him. Okay. Uh, and just be kind of off the cart, but oh, and just take a quick quick peek underneath as well. Okay. Give me a perception roll. This feels a little like bad news. Stay in the cart, Antia. I don't know. I'm. I, she was already like half trying to scrabble out of the cart while you're saying that. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> The I don't know how high this is, but... The underside of the cart is clear, actually. Eh, good. Uh, not unexpected, just, you know, in case. Hmm. But as you're checking under the cart, you'll see that the road has an arrow embedded in it, and there's a little splash of blood. Does it look fresh? Mm, looks a bit old. A little bit. It's been absorbed into the dirt, has definitely blackened. So, hours ago, maybe? Someone was someone was hurt here. Oh, Don't know. that's bad news. Well, I, <laughs> I, I he'll uh, pull the arrow out, and well, someone got shot. Not sure who. Or someone Poss managed to get happened. blood from a stone for once. Oh, that that is also possible. Uh, but let's go with the most common theory for now. Ooh, has anyone checked if there's been any flesh to stone lately? No. Or bandits. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with the boring mundane option, I suppose. Uh, I think Carmilla will start walking forward and then and and look to Alessandra of like, pull your weapon and let's go. Oh yeah, like Alessandra has her shield on one arm and she'll pull her sword. Sounds good. Who's approaching the horses? I think Lyric is because that was the the main thing she was noticing. Lyric, as Alessandra and Carmilla take a step in front of the oxen, you forge forward, heading over to the horses, taking a look at them. Can I get an investigation roll off of you? Ooh, I sure can try. I sure definitely tried. Okay. Um, well, I have a plus five, so that's a seven. A seven? So looking around, you'll see that um, it looks like their saddlebags are empty. Um, you are actually going to take a step forward and you're going to step on something. And it's going to crunch beneath your heel. And looking down, you're going to notice that there is a map case. A leather hmm. map case that you kind of ground into the gravel, snapping the clasp of your boot. Take my foot slowly off of it, bend down, pick it up, take a look at what I have just tripped, stumbled over. It's a leather map case, meant for keeping maps dry and wet conditions and otherwise safe. It's empty. Hmm. There's a little smear of dirt, wet by some type of substance. Probably, it's probably just mud, but it looks like a finger scrabbled at the lock. Something moves out of the corner of your eye. Spin around. One of the horses looks at you, and along the horn of the saddle, you'll see a length of scarf 
tied to it, billowing in the breeze. Does it look good quality? It does. It looks Hmm. as good quality now as it did about five days ago when you saw it for the first time. The monogrammed initials along its side. G.R. Gundren Rockseeker. The dwarf that hired you for this. This is Gundren's horse. Well, we all remember the friendly individual who hired us, correct? Yes. yes. My f- yes. my friend, yes. Yeah, mm, right. Well, I, um, this belonged to him? That's bad news. Oh, better and I think there was a map in here that is no longer here. Anthea, can you watch the back of the card for me? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, Sindri will, uh, hustle over. Okay. As you hustle up to the horses, Let's you are see. going to recognize them immediately as, uh, now that you get this close, uh, as Gundren's horses. Um, Gundren, what have we got into now? And as uh, you say that, why don't we go back? We go back to Neverwinter, where a few days ago, you found yourselves there meeting with Gundren. Now, Neverwinter is a glorious city. From its glass lamps to its enormous selection of fruits, peaches, grapes, watermelons, each more succulent than the last, water clocks that the greatest sailors set their time by. And today, we find you inside of Neverwinter. There at a bar, sitting there inside of the Moonstone Mast, talking with Gundren Rockseeker. Now I have to ask before we begin, uh, as we go into this, what does Gundren sound like? Uh, Chris, I asked you earlier, you said Hank Hill. Is that what we want to go with? (laughs) Maybe, if you want to do a Hank Hill voice for an indeterminate amount of time. An indeterminate amount of time. Um, I'll tell you what. Do we want? Do we want southern? We want southern dwarf. I, th- I think having that kind of a southern twang is good. Because right. is he a dwarf? He's a dwarf. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to see yeah. him? I would love to see Gundren. All right. He sure. his art in this book is ridiculous. So tell me, is this a southern dwarf? Absolutely. Oh, Check yeah. the hat. That's fair. With a bright garish scarf as well. All right. So Hank Hill, it is. Okay. You all sit around the table. A dwarf named Gundren Rockseeker sits there. Wide-brimmed hat with a little prospector's divot in the center. Burly, burly black braided beard cascading down his barrel chest, under which you can see a monogram scarf jutting out. He's dressed like he travels and explores the world, and he sits with you. He's excited. I'll tell you what, this is going to be an adventure like you have never seen before. That's right, going down to the frontier, it's a rite of passage, Sindri. It's a ri- and I think you're going to really like it, Lady Alessandra. He smiles across the table. Uh, Marky, can I get a couple of Moonstone items? <laughs> it's going to be a good time. You, so, you always know how to sell me on a job, Dungeon. Um, 
and I, I adventure sounds like it pays, which is also unfortunately something I need to look for. Pay? You ain't gonna do this out of the kindness of your heart. Well, I am, but also I like to get paid. Well, I suppose I could. He tussles the ends of his mustache. Well, I suppose I could give you a couple of copper for your trouble, you know, for meals and for adventure. For adventure, Gundren. Adventure's for its own friend. reward. <laughs> I'm just joshing you. I can't pay you. taxes. <laughs> Look, now, I've heard, Miss um, Briarfoot, you need to head down to Fandelver. Miss uh, Mix Lyric? Miss Lyric? Mix Lyric? Just, just Lyric. Lyric. Just Lyric. What a lyrical name. Uh, I hear that you have to make your way down there for your own reasons as well. And um, uh, Lady Miss Alizarin? Carmilla's fine. Carmilla. What a pretty name. Uh, Now, I heard y'all have to make your way down there as well. So, uh, I'm not sure what type of equipment uh, you are proficient in. Mr. Sindri here is very much of a, of a, of a rough-and-tumble sort. So he's going to be acting as our chief security officer on this endeavor. Uh, now, the rest of you, I see that you are carrying a sharp a, a sharp weapon there, uh, just Carmilla. And uh, Lady Alessandra, I see that you also have a weapon on hand. Um, so uh, I'm assuming you all can take care of yourselves. Well, I'm happy to do so. Uh, uh, to let you do so, I should say, uh, and am willing to provide each of you uh, with a stipend. Uh, there is quite an amount of goods that need to be made their way down there to uh, to my friends uh, there at the general store, uh, where they will fetch a tidy profit. Such a profit, and with several days uh, on the road, uh, I'm willing to offer you um, a fairly, a fairly stol- a solid stipend uh, of, of ten pieces of gold. Each. Oh, that sounds good. If that well, is that acceptable. respectable. That does sound fair. Um, you know, Alessandra was waiting to hear the others agree before. or not before she could tell. Is that reasonable? Anthea, what is that? Anything? She's going there anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you all are terrible at negotiating. Yes, yes, ten, ten pieces is, is acceptable. It's a great rate. I'm mean, going there anyways, so. Well, gotcha. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're going to be taking them to Barthens Provisions. That's Barthens. 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 B A R T H E N. Barthens Provisions. Yeah, it's a trading post in Fandolin. Um, and uh, yeah, so you make your way down there. I'm going to be heading out on horseback by myself. Well, not by myself. I'm going to be going there with my pal Sildar Hallwinter. Um, Sindri, go ahead and make me uh, just roll me a d20 and tell me if you roll high or low. Uh, 11 so that's just really high you've met sildar once he's a human uh he's a human fighter type and uh pretty decent guy really kind really uh good guy always gets the first round of drinks and tries to get the last round at the bar the one time you drank with him uh he listens so he's more my than favorite his... kind of guy he really is he's <laughs> he's a nice guy uh middle-aged human um uh big strong jaw definitely you know who he reminds you of he reminds you of that guy from csi Mark Harmon? No, the the one who was in Happy as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one with, I, the, with, I, the, I know. with the tank booty. Yes, yes. I'm not kidding. You want to see his art? Hold on. See what I mean? Look at him. Oh, okay. So oh. much much type. Yeah, uh, that's that's your type. Wow. Yeah. 
He's Sildar is daddy. Buys, he he buys me my drinks. He yeah, you'll let him buy drinks. That sounds good. Okay, so Tennessee uh, so. air horn noise. <laughs> so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be heading out tomorrow morning. But I thought I ask. Um, I want you all to get to know each other. Uh, you want to play a game around the table real quick? Well, that's I mean, not quite particularly, fun. but I will. Well, let's do let's do a fun one called Two Truths and a Lie. Oh. All right. So you tell two truths about yourself, and and a lie, and uh, one person from the table, whoever wants to take it, uh, will will guess the lie, and if they are wrong, uh, everybody at the table has to drink. Normally it would be Carmilla you just looks pointedly uncomfortable. <laughs> you know roll. what? We'll see if he notices. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. Could you give an example first? Well, I'll go first. So basically what you do is you you say two things about yourself that are true and you say one thing that is not true about yourself. Uh so uh for example, I guess if uh if I was uh I could say what my father's name was, I could say that I I owned a stable or something, and then I could say that I had a flying carpet. And I obviously don't have a father, so um uh, oh. something like that. Right? I was gonna say you didn't have a stable. I don't know. See, and this is the fun of the drinking game. So why don't we go ahead and well, start you know that's okay. It's it's kind of unfair if I play because I don't really drink anyhow. Well, you got to start somewhere. Come on. Oh, well, we can tea. do we can do something. You can do your tea. you can do tea. You could do. I, I'm sure they have some. Sort I drink of, tea. Yeah, let's go with tea then. It's, okay. Gundren will not be satisfied unless we at least do one round of this. I ain't never satisfied. I, see. I know. That's unfortunate. <laughs> we have to start somewhere, Gundren. That's true. Um, true. I'll go next. All right, well, I'll go first. I... I'll go first to start us off, all right? Just just to be fair, okay? All right. I have two brothers. I am... I have recently come in to some very interesting knowledge. And my father was a hill dwarf chieftain. Can I make a history roll? Yeah, please, please. <laughs> oh, hang on. I'm trapped. The, these beautiful extra life boxes are great, except the D20 just rolls. How does it roll? You can't get it you out. You need, like, sticky bits on the ends of your fingers to be able to pull exactly. it out. Exactly. Or, like, <gasps> you need to get, like, a little, like, fake toilet plunger, like a little suction cup. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Like the ones you do for contacts, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a 19 plus 3, it's a 21. Well, he's, you know Gundren Rockseeker's history? You know he's a mountain dwarf. Uh, your father was a mountain dwarf, so... Alright, that means wrong? I gotta drink. Here we go! Gotta get another! If, if his father was a yeah, chieftain, we would have heard of him by now. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. All right, Cinder, you're up. I have uh, worked in Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. I have worked in Waterdeep. I have worked in Luskin. Ooh. This feels unfair. I... It is unfair. That's the point. Oh. <laughs> Are all three of those real places? Yeah. 
They are. Okay. <laughs> I think Crystal. the lie is Luskin. I think so too. <laughs> well, Lyric, you do you you do know me before, and you've seen me travel to Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep, and you are right. Yes, I have not had anything to do with pirate cities. Okay. Is well. it because you have anything against pirates, or just? Uh, generally, bad news in my previous profession, but no, you know, we make do. All right, sounds good. All right, so drink up. All right, who's next? Uh, Lyric, you guessed. You go next. I suppose as good a way as any. I am the. I oh, I have four siblings. I. Hmm. What is good for this? I briefly went to school in um, Candlekeep, and I. Hmm. <laughs> and my father is a tiefling. Hmm. Well, I know for a fact that you did briefly go to school in Candlekeep. Hmm. I... Where did Carmilla you know go? She sneak out on us? She does that. Oh. I don't think she wanted to play. She'll join in the next round. She does well, that. Um... Hmm. I... I don't know if your father's a tiefling or not. That's my bet. My bet is your father isn't a tiefling. Any other guesses? I'm gonna say that one too. Uh, yes, fine. Your my father's a, a boring human. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So now now the drink is yours. Yeah, drink up. Right. Oh, she's back and she brought some stuff. <laughs> oh, thanks for getting the next round. He's right. of course here. So, uh, I hope I got this right. That's okay. You didn't lose anything anyway. But uh, by by merit of being the one who left the table, you got to drink now. Or you gotta you gotta do your your turn. Then we got to drink. So <clears> give <throat> us two truths and a lie. Um, I am quite skilled with the longsword. Mm -hmm. I had a. Very large dog hmm. at making apple pies. I'll bet it's uh I'll bet it's that dog. Bet you didn't have a big dog. I really want the apple pie one to be true. I really want it to be true too. Do you have any apple pie on you? I, I don't have one in my pocket, if that's what you mean. Are you good at apple pie? Did, 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 is the dog, the dog's the lie. You seem more like a cat person. Yes, I had... I had two very large dogs when I was young. So is the lie you had more than one, or just that you... Only had one. Or was the lie the apple pie? I didn't... I didn't only have one. I always had... Two. No, I'm very good at apple pie. So it's... Yeah, it's really good. I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh, say that, anything. that's clever. That's clever. But you, I, yes, I got a guest, and, and so you got a drink. Has tried my pie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, of 
Of course, yes. Santillas proud. Do I have to drink the whole thing? I mean, you do you. Did you oh, ever I name one of your dogs in. Apple Pie? That would be very cute. All right, who's next? There was uh, one of them named well, Apple and the other one named Peach Pie. and Blueberry, actually. Oh, that's very sweet. Oh, oh, reminds me, they got a good peach lager here. I gotta get around to that peach stuff. Uh, why, why don't I go next? I'll just, I'll get it over with. Um, okay, let's see. Um, my, my parents run a flower shop. Hmm. Um, I, I have a younger brother, and I met a goblin before. Met a goblin before. I mean, like, I've run into one before. Mm -hmm. All right. The sibling questions are really good. I'm sorry? The sibling the sibling statements are really good. It mm. makes us... I guess I... The goblin... You, you could have met a goblin. I, but the brother is completely impossible to know. Lyric, do you know? I haven't the faintest clue. And, uh... Lady Alessandra. Yeah, you guess. You you You've been quiet. I don't know. Um, maybe the flower shop. Let's go with the flower shop. I, I, I'm with you. I, tr I trust your judgment. All right. You... Is that, is that the guess? I nervously laughs at that. <laughs> I can't show my face, or else, or, or else you'll know. I have a bad poker face. Mm. So that's the guess then. Yes, the yes. I, I, I think yes. that's the guess. My parents do own a flower shop. No, that means we all got There's to so many it. things you can do with flowers. That's what I actually use for most of my little brews, is flowers. And here, I thought you just things like, them. All right. picked up random flowers as a child. No, all right, so, no. Alessandra, you made it, so just... we all got a drink now. So. Oh, oh. Yep. Okay. Hey, everybody drink up. <laughs> yeah, like that. All right, Alessandra, you're the last one to go. What you got? Um, I have an older brother, I speak Abyssal, and my whole family line are paladins. Your whole family line? Uh-huh. The whole family. Even your Carmilla granny. looks pointedly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, are they Everybody. all still practicing paladins? Like, they're still, still uh, palling around. Well, statistically They've improbable. They've all been paladins. Ugh. Uh. It's kind of that's, that's that's slightly that's different. Still that's improbable, though. But very impressive. It's very unless much it's like a forced thing. Oh. But even then. There's in... not one rebel. Mm -mm. Everybody's paladin. I'm I'm super I... suspicious of this. I still say it's statistically improbable. I. What what was Krista? What was the second one? Uh, that I speak abyssal. Right. I don't think you have a brother. <laughs> and I don't believe you speak abyssal. Well, I think you all have. Yeah, to you, you got to pick one. one. You got to pick one for the party game. Oh, oh, oh fine, okay. Then I'll double down on the brother. Oh, okay. Okay, you know what? 
I'll go with you too because I don't have a brother. <laughs> that was my lie. So maybe you did the same lie. All right, then we'll go with the brother lie. We'll go with the brother lie. Brother? I don't speak abyssal. Oh. <laughs> and I called it! <laughs> well, it's us again. Yeah, little faith. All right, drink up. I do have a brother. I have several, actually. Oh. I didn't specify how many. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay. Well, See, I thought I thought you might have done the my dog joke. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> having multiple brothers. So. Well. And see, I just said I had siblings. I never specified. So, for all you know, I might have brothers. I might not. It's like a um, what is that term? The. The thing with the cat in the box. But with siblings. It's some artificer named Schrodinger, I believe. Oh, oh yeah. I thought it was, yeah, thought it was Morgan right. Kynan's rabbit. Well, my whole family uh, is paladin. My grandmother is a paladin. She Your doesn't, like, actively go do it anymore, but... What? Oh, yes. are, are you a paladin? would not in her younger days. Breaking hips and breaking heads. Oh, are are you a paladin of a god, or a cause, or a town, or... If you... If you cross your granny, watches. does she threaten to smite you? You don't cross, grandmother. <laughs> Can another paladin be smote by another paladin? Well, I think the term is smitten. Not paladin. Smitten? <laughs> I think that's a very different term. I don't know. I've used them pretty interchangeably. <laughs> yeah, right uh, now. I think you may have gotten I some very mixed results. That's intriguing. Gundren's going to lean in and do a stage whisper and go, I've been seeing the way Carmela's been looking at Elisandra. I think she's worried about being smitten. <laughs> Gundren. <laughs> I spent now, a drama bomb for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is it very quiet, or is it actually loud enough for everybody to hear? Yeah, everybody's going to hear it. Alessandra just kind of looks a little clueless. Why would she smite her? If Carmilla could blush, she probably would, but um, she just <laughs> kind of like looks pointedly into her drink. Gundren, uh, in addition to the job, the next next round's on you. Oh, the next round's me. I'm going to go Besides, get it right now. I'm not that good of a paladin yet. Thank you, thank you. Well, mm. hey. I look forward to this adventure. You're all going to be great. I have complete faith in you. And as he says that, we hop back to the trail. Five days later, you're looking at the trail. You're seeing the horse's saddlebags looted. And suddenly, an arrow whips out of the tree line next to you. Lyric, is your armor class... Oh boy. Uh, is your armor class ooh, 19? It is absolutely not. My armor class is uh, 14, I believe. Do you, do you have anything that you can use to defend? Shield? Anything like that? Mm, I can put my instrument in the way, but I would cry if it got damaged. Alright, so an arrow is going to launch its way out of the out of the bushes and is going to aim itself right at you i am going to spend a something good happens uh you can make me a d20 roll tell me what you get uh, and i have rolled a 14. a 14 okay you are going to bring your uh you're going to bring your instrument up in the air and uh I'm going to reduce your damage by a bit as it kind of banks off there before it hits you. The arrow is still going to slam into you. That is going to be 
uh, you're going to take two points of piercing damage as an arrow flies across and slams into your upper shoulder, nicking across your vest. And I would like an initiative roll from everyone. Oh, better work. That's a 12 for Sindri. Oh, no. So roll and go ahead and put in the in the group chat. That'll help me out a lot. Okay. 10, 3. So this new set of dice that we bought on my birthday, Kelly. Yeah. Guess what the first thing the d20 rolled was? That's 20? Yeah. Yeah! Hey, you want to know what I rolled? I rolled another two! <laughs> yeah! Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's this guaranteed this dice is gonna like it's gonna be chaotic considering it went out the gate with a nat 20 it's gonna change real fast that's great it's like, okay so let's go down you the list. okay so it's gonna be uh goblin followed by uh ella followed by carmilla followed by goblin Goblin, Sindri, and simultaneously, Lyric and Goblin. Okay, let's go ahead and switch over to our maps. All right, from the brush nearby you, uh, there is a rustle as several goblins um, lurch out of the undergrowth with arrows prepared. One of them fires a warning shot that's going to zip over Sindri's head and is going to slam into the side, uh, grazing your shoulder, Lyric. Uh, and then we're going to go into normal initiative. The first goblin is going to... Uh, the northernmost goblin is going to notch an arrow and try to fire it at Carmilla's back. Uh, oh my god, Carmilla, that is a 21. Oh, no, that's too high. It's actually not going to hit. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, Carmilla, that is going to be seven points of piercing damage as an arrow catches Gross. you right between the shoulder blades as the goblin <laughs> yells out, <laughs> and is going to cackle. Ella, it is your turn. Uh, blood sprays across the, uh, the field next to you as you see your companion shot with an arrow. Um... All right, I think she is going to kind of just nod and rush the first one. That is the closest to her, so. Right. Sounds good. So that's going to be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Um, so the the growth is Can she pretty... make it or is that rough terrain? I'm going to spend a something good happens to let you ignore rough terrain. Ooh, excellent. So I'm going to say that you get an adrenaline burst and are going to be able to move through the rough terrain to attack the one directly, uh, so goblin number two, the one to the northeast. Northeast. Uh, yeah. Alright, so you'll basically be able to rush directly north. Uh, so the one that the, just shot Carmilla in the, the one, back. No, the one that is about to shoot Carmilla a second time. Okay, excellent. Let's try and prevent that then. Alright, so go ahead, make me an attack roll. Uh, that is going to be a 22 to hit. Yeah, that's going to hit a goblin. Make me a damage roll, please. Uh, that's going to be seven points of damage. How do you do it? Slices her. Oh, amazing. Get on. I think she's going to come and just probably just do a really neat, like, bisecting swing. Your first attack against an enemy in your life with a real blade catches the goblin beneath 
her left, pardon me, her right arm as she draws back on the bow, and it is going to bisect her directly underneath there, cutting across her rib cage, and she is going to drop to the ground in two meaty chunks. <clears throat> Carmilla, it is your turn. Um, she is going to turn and glare at the, uh, the goblin that just hit her back. Uh, mm -hmm. and I presume, yeah, it looks close enough for me to get to. It does. I'll spend a, Five, ten, I'll spend 50. a something good happens so that you ignore rough terrain. Okay. I can almost make it in half terrain or in half movement, but not quite. Not quite. Um, cool. I'm going to go there. Am I, like, somewhat obscured from the rest of the party? <laughs> um, you're in the bra in the brush, so uh, it'd be hard to tell. You don't think... So basically, you're going through, like, a thick forest at this point, dodging between trees and undergrowth. Yeah. So you think that you've got partial cover. And the person you're nearest to, Alessandra, is kind of trying not to throw up over this corpse that she just created. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I think she's real angry because this thing hit her really hard. Um, she is going to, like, throw her sword. She's going to have her sword back behind her as she runs, darts through the forest. Um, and... Uh, go to grab this guy uh, and that's gonna be not great to do anything um, she's gonna try to grab at him and go f to bite him okay, but what do you have? I'm pretty sure miss because that's an 8 <laughs> that's an 8 is that your total yep okay I rolled that's, a 6 <laughs> okay, that's gonna be a miss as you go to bite him do you have a bonus action uh well can I use a bonus action as an offhand attack? If you have your longsword out, yeah, sure. Okay. In that case, I will attempt with my longsword. I'll spend if something good happens. I've got three more, so. <laughs> Did you botch? Well, so I rolled a two, so okay. neither hit regardless. So, okay, that's fair. All right, so you're going to attempt to, <laughs> but you're going to feel a surge of, uh, of pain rack up your back as you try to swing from where the arrow is still embedded next to your shoulder blade. And you just can't quite. Uh, and you're going to let out a yelp of pain. And uh, then we are going to cut down to goblin number three. Uh, is going to notch an arrow and attempt to put it directly between Sindri's eyes. Uh, here we go. Sindri, that is going to be a miss uh, as an arrow flies past you and slams into the ground next to one of the horses. The goblin's going to let out a kind of shout at you uh, and uh, is going to glare from the south uh, the southwest bushes uh, it is your turn Sindri and then Lyric and the goblin are up what do you do Sindri? Uh, Sindri will uh, narrow his eyes and mutter foolish and then uh, start running up towards the goblin It's third. I can make it in 30 if uh, it's light terrain if not I'll have to dash uh, it is not but I have something good happens there we go perfect all right, so I'm gonna make an attack with my cutlass. Okay, sounds good. Uh, and that is a 24. That is a hit. All right, so uh, the cutlass has a short sword, light weapon, so I deal nine points of damage. How do you do it? Uh, 
uh, he'll just use like a big brandish and just like cut uh, cut him across the chest and then kick his corpse over. <laughs> and uh, he'll point his sword at the next goblin. Okay. Uh, well, that solves that problem. Uh, Lyric, you are no longer tied with the goblin that Cinder just decapitated. <laughs> That's handy. And oh. so, how many goblins are left? It looks then? like there are two goblins. They're fairly heavily obscured by the tree missed. cover. Oh yeah. Oh, you're absolutely. Uh, you're absolutely right. It is Caitlin. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So, uh, thank you very much for reminding me. I knew I forgot somebody. Uh, and Thea, as Lyric appraises the situation, what do you do? Uh, n nothing from behind. Th that was rude. Um, she's going to fire a firebolt at the one that um shot at Carmilla. Okay. Which sounds... is just going to be a an incendiary poem kind okay. of a thing. Make me an attack roll. I'm going to spend a something good happens for you to ignore the uh, the visibility. Okay. Because of the the trees. Um, so go ahead and just make an attack roll as normal. Let's go. That wasn't good. Um, let me just see what I add to that. You That's should... going to be 13. 13. Uh, just a reminder, everybody uh, here has determination. About, I want to use my determination to make it a 15. That's a hit. That roll my... me damage. Proficiency, right? Sorry. Yep. Fifteen. Roll me damage. Nice. Let's go. Let's go. Um. Let's go. I don't know why I'm so stuck on that tonight. Let's go. That's four. Four. All right. Beautiful. Uh -huh. Um. Fire is going to explode, covering this one in flame. Uh. It's going to let out a shriek. Uh. Do you do anything else on your turn, Anthea? Um. Probably just keep looking back and forth. I don't I think I have any bonus actions I want to use. Sounds right good. Now. And the chat just bought you your termination back. So there you go. Oh, uh, thanks! Alright. Uh, now it is actually Lyric's turn. Lyric, you've taken an entire round to appraise the situation. Yes, and also look down at my uh, instrument that now has a gash through it from the arrow that struck it, me. It actually hit a bit of, like, the, um, uh, the metal casing, so it's just dented. Yes, however, this is appalling and horrific. Right. Now, is the goblin that attacked me still alive? Uh, it, or did those ones get It is. With? It is the one that shot Carmilla. So the one at the, at the right. north. Right, right. Well, um, in that case, I think that Lyric is going to hold up her instrument, look at it with a look of absolute shock and, and like, absolute... Distress, I suppose, and we'll then look up at the goblin, and we'll um, we'll cast vicious mockery, and we'll go on a tangent to say, "How dare you attack my instrument? Have you no appreciation for the arts? I bet you wouldn't understand a proper lyric if it even if it danced naked in front of you, or even a proper tune. Do goblins even understand? Do goblins even have art? I don't even know. But you little cantankerous little little cretinous plague sore, how dare you!" Um, oh. Carmilla, take a chomp out of that thing, and I'm going to give you bardic inspiration with All my right. bonus action, and, uh, let's see what Vicious what, Mockery do. What's my save? I believe... believe it's a wisdom save? It will be a wisdom save. Alright, so I rolled, and, uh, my new dice rolled a to a nat 20, higher? and then flipped over to an 8. <laughs> oh heck yeah, okay, let me see what I roll for damage then. 
I like that we have two nobles and Lyric is the most stuck up of the entire group. Well, I think both of us are trying to not be nobles. This is great. It's a tough well, job, but someone the has best to do it. part about this is that I rolled the lowest damage I could on the actual psychic damage that it's taking. So it okay. takes one psychic damage, okay. but it has a disadvantage on its next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. All right, that sounds fantastic. So that is going to be the end of your round. It is going to be the beginning of it. It is going to let out a snarl and say something. And does anybody here speak goblin? No one speaks often. Uh, and is going to like drop its bow and lash out with its scimitar viciously at Carmilla. Uh, Carmilla, um, you are already kind of lurching from that arrow in your back, but as you do, you are going to notice the blade coming at you at the last minute and are going to deftly deflect it out of the way, parrying it away from where it would have hit you in the side. Uh, thank you, Amy. You just turned an unnatural 20 into a 12, which ain't enough to hit Carmilla. Uh, Ella, it is your turn. All right, well, I think she's going to get a hold of herself, turn to look around and see what's left or where she can hear further combat. There's and a goblin. See the one nearest them. There's a goblin to the north of the trail and to the south of the trail, and that is all. She's going to help with the one that is threatening Carmilla currently. All right. So, rushing through the brush at that, go ahead and make me an attack roll. Uh, that is going to be dirty 20. That'll hit. And, oh, God, what's close to that? Um, nine damage. Nine damage. Um, you are going to follow up your initial impressive uh, attack by hitting this one. How do you take him out? Yep. Um, because I'm rushing over, I think it's just going to be like a, a lunge. All right. Skewer them. It's going to skewer it right through the throat. And it's going to die with its tongue. And she's going to kind of like... Okay. React a little bit again, because just like, oh, that's different than training. Carmilla, it's your turn. What do you do? Uh, she kind of is startled by Anthea's sudden or uh, Alessandra's sudden presence um, and will kind of give you an awkward nod and then um, turn to look over her shoulder to see if she can see the other one. But it's you, on the other side of that cart, right? Uh, you could move through the woods enough to be able to see it if you have a, a ranged weapon. I do. And I also have a climbing speed the same as my walking speed. Can I, like, twilight crawl of a tree? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she'll kind of awkwardly nod to uh, Alessandra and then turn around and like all of a sudden be on like a way high branch. Okay. Um, yeah. Like so you're gonna you're gonna David Bowie up the side of the tree. Are you? Here's the question: Are Pretty you much, going yeah. like tack 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 with the with the tips of your toes, or are you going up like David Bowie on the flats of your feet? Uh, I think. I, she's not flat because I actually get that ability later on. Uh, so I just have a climb speed right now. So I think she she two hands it like she. Oh, so just basically just like, sounds great. Climb. Um, so with that is exactly that's clever. I'm gonna give you advantage on a ranged attack because of the the height. Exciting. Um, and I have a longbow, so I will shoot Ooh. with that. Sounds good. You've got a direct line of sight over the cart. Go ahead and make me an attack that's roll. That's a fort. 
15 is the highest. Still not great. Uh, plus dexterity and proficiency is plus four. So it's 18 to hit. That's going to be a hit. Roll me damage. Hooray. Come to me, D8. Wapa. That is a four plus two is six. Six damage. All right. Your arrow is going to crank right through the side of this one. Um, where are you aiming? Like what part of the body? Um, Probably center mass just to better okay. hunting technique. Your arrow is going to plunge right through its stomach, uh, slamming into it and piercing it, pinning it to a nearby tree. It's going to let out a shriek of pain as it is embedded in that tree. It is... <laughs> and do you do anything else on your turn? Okay. Uh, on its turn, it's going to try to uh, pry the arrow out of itself so that it can run. Uh, that is going to be a seven. Uh, it is going to snap the arrow um, using its action uh, and is going to attempt to run. Uh, scrabbling to the south, but uh, Sindri, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Sindri's going to like run over towards it mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to try and make a non-lethal attack if I can. Totally. Um, and by the way, just uh, a reminder for those who don't normally do this, non-lethal attacks can be done uh, with any melee weapon attack. You, there's no penalty like in other systems, just flat of the sword, regular attack, etc. Uh, what if so I that, have boxing glove arrows? That's even yeah. better. <laughs> um, so that's a 14. I am going to add my determination to, to this as well. Okay, you are going to crank it. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be uh, uh, five points of uh, uh, slashing non-lethal damage. Much like the sacks of flour in the back of, uh, of your cart, it is going to go down. Thump. Landing on the ground. Oh, I guess you've taken care of it. I, I was going to do that. Okay, yeah. So Sindri will drag the goblin by the scru scruff of the collar with him out to the side of the road. Back in the center of the road, no. the goblin has been uh, has been gathered. Is everyone okay? I think at this moment, mm -hmm. Alessandra is trying to shake this goblin off of her sword, and if that's not working, she's gonna have to kind of like grimacing, put a foot on it, and pull her sword out. Its tongue goes down the entire length of your blade as you push it off. Is it? gonna kind of roll it over and wipe her sword on it to wipe the blood off there's a, a thump behind you as Carmilla lands sorry I didn't mean to frighten you uh, you are you are clearly a paladin you did very well thank you it's uh, very different from training yes you you get used to it Give her like an awkward pat on the shoulder. Like, give you the kind of like very tense face, like trying not to puke nod. <laughs> and I think she's going to lose that battle because I feel like there's no way you can ha go be in your first battle and not throw off after killing something for the first so time. So you do the thing where you give you like a nod and then like a little... And then she's going to turn and hide behind a bush real quick. Oh, uh, Athea? Yes. Do you, do you have any of that that stomach settling stuff? Oh, I do. Yes. And and are you okay though? She's gonna rush over. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> oh, her little right. tiny legs. <laughs> Remember, she has a giant. She's gonna <laughs> kind of crouch down. Be like, yes. Can can you get that? 
Oh, I don't know if I can... I don't think I'm strong enough. It's pretty, it's pretty in there. You, I don't know if we should take it out though right away. I can't actually heal you. And this seems wrong to just take it out and let you bleed. Well, if you put the bandage over it, I'm sure it's fine. Okay. Here, I can do it. I know, I'm, I'm would you trained. like a, a Tic Tac first? Yes, here, have a, have a I'll Tic Tac. I'll be okay. <laughs> and she'll turn and like have something to focus on. <laughs> And now, <laughs> the one thing I get at level one is lay on hands. Yeah! Which yes. does not work on undead. Oh, no. It doesn't. Are you classified so as undead, Krista? I think coming right out the box oh right God. away. I'm, oh, I'm like 90% sure I count as undead. Hang on. Okay, hold on. Let's let's look it up. <laughs> chat, if you know, let us know, oh. chat. But <laughs> Dampier 5e, here Christ. we go. It's between the worlds of the living and the dead. Creature type, you are humanoid. Oh, Ooh, so it does not work. That dead. You're not that dead yet. <laughs> I, I, I think, and the or um, Carmilla probably starts to sort of, kind of, like if Ella pulls the the arrow out and then goes to like lay hands, Carmilla will start to be like, I don't think that will work. <laughs> and then you feel why? Why wouldn't it work? I, I'm fine. I'm I'm good at this. A blessed. <laughs> holy warmth flows through your back and you feel the wound knit the pain dulls to nothing so i only have five hit points at this level to dispense you give I, I have seven points of damage so it... uh, i will just use the max of it at this point um i'm sure i can long rest again right okay it's five times your paladin level, so five times one is still just five. Mm. Oh, that gets really good, though. Really quickly. Um, could I get some assistance bandaging this? I've kind of got a... I think there's like a little bit of a... Where the arrow nicked Lyric. There's a little bit of blood, like, dribbling out. Certainly. I have band-aids. Oh, let me just see. I not bandages, sorry. They kind of stick, though. It's, it's something I've been... Trying and took. So slap it on. What oh, that's really handy. Different from other. Oh, you don't wrap it around. Just, so you can put it, it in. It stuck. It just oh, stays stuck. I feel oh, like it's you. going to hurt when I take it off, though. Uh, yeah. it's like tar. You just yeah, wash it off. after doing the yeah, longer bandages exactly. and just having one end sticky, so it could stick to itself after doing a bigger area. Oh, I'll have to sketch it, but that sounds like a good idea. Sindri's kind of like bemused looking at this goblin he's knocked out while everyone else mm. is talking about bandages. <laughs> uh, there, there may be uh, more of them. So. What? Oh, yes. Bandages? Oh, oh usually I'm just, I'm no, goblins. Water, right. water skin. And... That makes sense. Can someone gather the horses? Okay. I've got them. I've yeah. got them. I'll, I'll come over to Sindri and. So, um, he's not dead? Uh, not yet. Uh, and Sindri will, uh, disarm, make sure to disarm him and throw his, uh, weapons into the cart. Sounds good. Oh, they stink. Where is he? Where, where is, the, where are they going? Are you, are uh, you bringing them with us? No, no. Uh, and he'll, like, 
Should Tap the goblin away. The others in case oh. they have anything what? on them. What? Who there? Who's there? Who are you? Hi That's there. Very good point. Oh. You speak common. Yeah. I speak good common. Good. That's excellent. What's your name? Oh. Uh, uh, Curd. Curd. Pleasure to meet you, Curd. Uh, Where's Gundren Rockseeker? Where's your mother? I oh, my friend. <laughs> he passes out again. <laughs> yeah, if you do want to check the others for, for other equipment, that would be helpful. I'll go do that. I, the horses are tied up. I'll, I'll okay. I'll, I'll direct you. I don't want to touch them. Now, we, we can't keep knocking him out. That's very bad for him. That sounds like a bad idea. Yes, Lyric. Well... Um, so I rolled investigation to go examine the look for things on the bodies, and I got a nat 20. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, That's uh, a tw- <laughs> 25? You know what? I'm gonna spend oh, your last- All the prayers for Raimi's dice. I'm gonna spend your last something good happens for you. Uh, looking through the collections, you're going to find each one of them has a short bow, as well as a scimitar, so that's four and four of those, as well as a contingent of about 20 arrows each. As well- How on do one- the instrument- the weapons stink? How? And then on one of them, you are going to find two things that are paradoxical. One is um, uh, the the female one that was killed by Ella is going to have a small pouch uh, that is full of rose petals and soap. Um, well, this seems a little I think it's clear that they didn't use that. No, my nose is very clear on the fact that they have not used this, ever. They probably stole that from Gundren. They think it's like a snack? And as you pick it up, you're going to hear something rattling around inside. And there's something inside. I'll go rooting through it. Uh, Buried beneath it, you are going to find a pair of old, slightly tarnished uh, silver wedding rings. Was Gundren married... I didn't know him well enough. No, he was not. I I didn't ask. Not that I've known him, and I've known him for a minute. Well, only a minute. I'm gonna take a closer look at these bands to see if there's any engravings. Um, so there are some engravings. One of them says "To Kiefer, my my one true love," and the other says "To uh, to Martasha, my beloved." Hmm. Well, I have found some rings. Well, they don't seem to belong to Gundren. Anyone familiar with Kiefer and Mortasha? They're not ringing bells for me. Hmm. You can make me a history roll looking for rings. make a history? Yeah, please. You can make a history roll. Anybody wants to take a look at these? History roll with what? Yeah, uh, looking at the rings. Okay. I've read lots of books. Oh, hey, another two. In my a, life. A, a seven. <gasps> not 20. Okay, so um, looking... <laughs> Looking at these rings, uh, they yeah. look like they're a style of uh, of Sword Coast wedding rings that haven't been popular in oh, at least a hundred years. Um, as well, um, they look very tarnished. Like um, you're thinking, these goblins probably looted them out of a corpse. Looking at them, they kind of have mm. a, that smell of rotting flesh on them as well. Ew. Which the yeah, rose... I don't think the petals helped much. 
<sighs> yep, that yeah. sure sounds like carrion. <laughs> mm. What's going on? Do you think they looted a tomb? Mm. Well, from what I've read of goblins, that's grave robbers. Quite where, likely. Where am I? Hello, Kurd. Oh. oh, you know my name. Hello, grave robber. I know Rob oh wait, Grave. sorry, that wasn't not, it wasn't from him. We uh we had a chat uh chat break uh, previously briefly. Um my companion knocked you out when you, you asked where my mother was. Now your friends here are all dead. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you. Um however, we can make a computer arrangement where we let you go, uh, if you tell us what you need to know. Or what we need to know. Oh. Make me a persuasion check with advantage because all of his friends are dead and you have him tied up. Yeah. Uh, so, 17. 17? He's going to look at you. This little wretched goblin, kind of yellowy green skin, notched ears where he looks like he's been in a fight, kind of like a stray cat, you know, with the huge chunks taken out. Um, lots of piercings, including one, like, like bull ring in the middle of his nose. He's going to look up at you and go, Yeah, okay. Yeah, I figured we could come to an arrangement. I no. tell you what you need to know. I take you, I take you to, uh, to captives. Eh? Captives, plural. Yes, perfect. Uh, if you do try and betray us, we, um, my friend here will do the thing she did with her sword previously. That was pretty gross and cut them in half. And by them, I mean you. You killed my cousin. Did you like your cousin? No. See, we can come to an arrangement. Okay. I, I, no. uh, you, you know, don't kill Kurd. Kurd has a lot of no. things going I, on. I'm not going to kill Kurd. I'm not interested in killing Kurd. Kurd not interested in being killed. Perfect. Now let's go find those captives, please. Oh, and with that, you gather your party <laughs> and adventure forth which I think we're going to do more of after we take a quick break. And folks, uh, also I have something special as we come back from break, so definitely stick around Will you see the new Dork Tales channel trailer that is going to be on all of our social media starting tomorrow. So see you in just a minute, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Fandelver and Below here on Dork Tales. You have the goblin tied up in front of you, and he gives you a look up and down. I'll tell you everything if you want. But promise, let me go. Yeah? Once you've told me everything and brought me to the captives, mm. yes. Mm. I, I have your weapons. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep on, keep a hold on those and you'll leave with your life. Uh. Hmm. Um. Curd goblin of, uh, Craigmaw. Craigmaw. Our leader is a bugbear named Clark. Clark works King Kroll, leader of Kragmaw Band. Lives in Kragmaw Castle. Nice place. In Neverwinter Wood. A few days ago, King Kroll sends message to Clark, saying the spider was paying Kragmaw's capture Gundren Rock Seeker. Bring anything he's carrying to King Kroll. Clark, follow King Kroll's orders. We grab Gundren. 
personal effects. Take all the stuff to King Crawl. We have friend, human, capture too. He in the eating cave. He licks his lips slowly at that. And where is this eating cave? Mm. Mm, not far. Where most of cousins live. Are there? Do you have more cousins with him there now? Mm-hmm. There's, um... Oh, he's tied up. Never mind. He's gonna kind of, like, look at his toes yep. and start wiggling them. And one, two, uh... Ten. Ten and half. Ten. Okay. Ten. Um, oh. if we take you to your, uh, your cousins, will you let us free your friend? If there's a way we can get him there and free him without killing all of your cousins... You kill our cousins? Uh, if they don't let us leave with our friend, yes. Hmm. You kill cousins. Kurd gets promotion. Yes, probably. Hmm. Yes, kill all cousins. Fight them. You want... You want to take... Take... Take friend. We're not really entertaining the idea of going after a mob of goblins, are we? Moblin. Well, here's the catch. If we don't find Gundren and uh, his, our other friend, whose name I absolutely remember right now. Oh, I had it written down. I also have it written down on uh, Sildar. There you if, go. And if we don't rescue uh, Gundren and Sildar, we don't get paid. And also Gundren is my friend and Sildar is, buys me drinks, so... I would fight. You know what? I would fight a mob yeah, of right goblins for, for do, right? Sildar. Well, right thing or oh. to do or not, I'd rather do it. Fine. It would be terribly good fodder for a song we'll hear. What? You quiet? I can't hear. What she got? What she muttering about? Things far beyond your puny brain can comprehend. No, lady that shot me says things. What'd you say? I told her it would make a good song if we were to fight a bunch of goblins. Well, as I said. Huh. You travel? You fight other goblins? I generally hoax, but I do travel as well. No. Now, uh, we go. How about we go now? You fight other goblins. Strange goblins? Not yet. No. Uh, what strange goblins are you talking of? There are other strange goblins here. They, uh, they have weird heads. Long heads, like, uh, like bug. Like okay. this, or like this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like the up, like down, up, down. Oh, like... Yeah, like, like you just made. Like you just, hands tied, can't show. But long back. Yeah. Tall skull. I go. I see. And they attack. Weapons burn green. Weapons. Um. They show up. Oh, they fight. Will look back at you in confusion. Like they fight with Kregma, then they leave, going ah, cackle, cackle. Not introduce. Not say nothing. Weird goblins. 
Kurt doesn't well, like I mean, weird that's, that's pretty on par for the course as far as goblins go from by... As far as I weird by goblin standard. And they, uh, have you heard of something like these blades? Mm. Have I heard of something like books? Make me an yeah. arcana roll. Can I roll to see if these goblin this d- goblin description seems something otherworldly or normal? You can absolutely make me an arcana roll as well. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. There are yep. a number number of spells that could do that. Wait till Alessandra rolls. What do you got? Uh, twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, so between the two of you, um. Anthea, you know that there are a number of spells that can do that type of thing. A green flame blade mm. definitely can. Uh, so perhaps yeah. maybe some of these goblins are casters of some variety. Uh, maybe one of them. Exactly. Maybe one of them is a wild magic sorcerer or something, right? Um, Alessandra. That does weird stuff. They absolutely could be tapping into energies from from other realms of reality to power their magic. So between the two of you, yeah, this is weird. But not impossible. Hmm. If I don't think we're looking to start fights with other people yet, but if we can just get your cousins out of the way and get Sindra, uh, Sildar back, that'd be great. Mm. I take you. Start with your cousins. Yeah, great. Let's do that now. Hmm. Mm. Before they get suspicious. Mm-hmm. Suspicious? Don't be suspicious. Do they... Do they post guards? Yes. Where? Oh, well, when we get close, you can point them out for us. Okay. But you don't let Kurd go. Kurd yell. Big loud. Yeah, we won't let you go. You can stick around with us. What? I might just murder my... I think Kurt wants to be free, but with us. Is that right? You, If you no let me go, I I yell big. Untied. If if we don't let him go when we've agreed, he will yell loud. Right now, he's with us. Yeah. That work for you? We'll let you go once we once you lead us there. Yeah. Then you kill me, get promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if and you said this king kidnapped Gundren for a reason, uh, mm. for maybe no no reason. Okay. When is but do you, know, do you know where? Yeah. Do you know where him and his personal effects went? Mm. Did you say something about Biden? Maybe eating cave. Okay, we'll start with the eating cave and work from there. He's, he did say something about the spider and the Neverwinter Forest. Yeah. That's where Craigmaw Castle is, he was saying. Mm-hmm. Where King is. Or King? King. Yeah. Where king, the King is. King, king Grohl. King Grohl. Okay. Let's start with the eating cave, I guess. I really don't like saying that. Does anyone else have a bad gross feeling about going to the eating? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the cave's going to eat us. I mean, it sounds like it's a cave where they eat things or prepare things to be eaten. 
That's Which is also probably disgusting. Yeah, it's not the best. Living things is kind of... Me take you. But now. we just followed the dining hall. I'm not hall. That Cave. feels weird. That almost sounds The dining hmm. Curd, lead the way, please. Okay. Help up. He kind of struggles. She'll pick him up and put him on his feet. Thanks. This way. And he'll grunt. Uh, as you're looking around, can I get a survival roll off of anybody who's just kind of keeping an eye on the area? At dirty 20. Dirty 20. Nice. 17. 16. Seven. Dirty 20. Right. Whoa, totally nice. You guys are all super. I'm watching Kern. Okay. <laughs> uh, everybody, everybody who's not watching Kern distinctly uh, is going to look around the area and they're going to see that it looks like this area has been used as a staging ground for ambushes for quite some time. There are a number of trenches that have been haphazardly dug along the tree line. Uh, there are myriad arrowheads embedded in trees that they kind of just like, if they can't dig them out, they just break the, the shaft of the arrow off. Uh, so there are lots of places uh, where it looks like this has been used um, to to the benefit of these goblins. Uh, now, as you were here, who there there is a place nearby that you think that you can stage the oxen, tie them up, so that, well, they'll be safe off the road from bandits for a little bit. So um, if you guys want to do that, you absolutely can. And uh, as you are doing that. Um, uh curd is going to be happy to uh to guide you to this place begrudgingly happy but still happy nonetheless and uh as you make your way through the forest make me a um i want sindri to make me a persuasion roll again do i still have an advantage yes but <laughs> My advantage got me a nine. Okay, sounds good. He walks you to the north, moving along the trails and the uh, bits of little woodland. You find yourself walking uh, over old pine needles and all manner of fallen trees and rotting moss, mushrooms, and so on. Uh, can I just ask real quick, does anybody here... You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Um, as you are walking through the woods, uh, I'm going to just spend that and uh, let's go with Lyric. Can you do me a favor? Can you make me a deck save, please? Sure. Um, I think I may have broken broken the trend because it was not a two, um, as I was anticipating. Was it a three? No, in fact, I rolled another nineteen, so it's going to be a twenty-five if it's a deck save, or twenty-four if it's a deck save. Okay, so as you are walking through the woods, uh, you are going to suddenly hear a snap in the undergrowth, the sound of a breaking bough, and then. <laughs> And a snare is going to start, like, wrapping around the heel of your boot right as you impassively just lift your foot. And it's going to just not snag you at all, and is instead going to go... And just launch itself into the air. So, 
Watch out for traps. Uh -oh. I would say. Oh my goodness. What strange traps? Hey. Never would have seen that. Oh, new traps. Little piece of... Hey, Kurd. Mm-hmm. Any more traps coming? No, no traps. Do you want to walk in front of me? Can okay. I insight this goblin? Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna roll a deception roll. I'm spending a hurt them more. This, uh, this would be insight, right? This would be insight versus his deception. Brilliant! I rolled an. I got a total of eleven. Are goblins proficient in deception? They're not, but still. So you're like, <laughs> he's like, no, it's the last one that I know of. Okay, maybe he does. It is the last one he knows of. I don't the know. first one and the last one. Okay. Am I going to regret making a deal with you, Kurd? Yes, yes, you are going to regret making a deal with him. He's a goblin. I mean, he has a chance to be a good person. He says in goblin. Kill us. I mean, we tried to kill him. Yeah, he tried to kill us first. It's not fair. Ambushed us. Try to kidnap our friends. It's not the same. Elisandra's is going to kind of point her sword at the goblin and just be like, there better not be more traps. And I'd like to roll intimidation. I would like you to roll intimidation. Please do. <laughs> nah, 20. There might be more traps. I wouldn't know. I, uh, Maybe you should point them out. If I don't know where traps are, I can't be held accountable. But they're your type of traps, so you should be able to see them. I think you should go first. Oh. Uh. Yes, please lead the way. That's a good idea. Okay. I go. With that, he will start waddling ahead. I'm assuming you have him, like, wrapped in rope on a leash, basically? Yeah, it's, uh... Like his it's arms like the toddler leash. The toddler leash, but with his arms on the side? Okay, he is going to waddle ahead, and as he is walking... Um, oh my god. He's gonna walk through the woods, and he's gonna be like, See, me, me, Kurd being good goblin. Not leading you now into traps. Now it's feel quite bad about this. I don't want to get skewered by mean lady. Is this ethical? I mean, um... she's not the mean one. The who's mean one. And suddenly you're going to hear the sound of snapping twigs and branches. And uh, Curd is going to go and just vanish from view. Uh, Carmilla, can you please make me a strength saving throw since you're the one that was watching him and holding the leash? Sure. I'm going to spend a hurt the more for you to roll with disadvantage, please. Because it's a surprise. Okie dokie. Uh, that is a 9. Okay, so Kurt is gonna vanish, and Carmilla's gonna, like, kinda go, what? Where did he... And suddenly, the, the loop that you have wrapped around your arm so he can't break goes, and it pulls you down into a pit trap. <laughs> oh, oh, Carmilla! Uh, can you... Okay, so can you please make me a... Uh, make me a dexterity save. Oh, no. I'm not good at those. Ha <laughs> ha! but I rolled well. Uh, that is a 21. Okay. Uh, so you are going to, with your strange uh, spider climby style abilities, or at least your climbing speed, uh, going to be able to slow your fall a bit down this hole. Uh, and you're just going to take two points of damage as you smash into the ground, landing on Kurd. 
Are you mean lady? Do you're not as good at fighting these. <laughs> Carmilla, are you alright? <laughs> Calling down the hole. <laughs> yeah. It's awfully deep hole. Um, how deep is this pit? So it's about 10 feet deep and about, it looks about six feet wide. It's a really well camouflaged pit trap. So, anyone have any rope that we're not using to tie up? It's uh, perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Stindri catch and we'll throw the goblin. <laughs> oh! I'm... Catch a whole goblin. The goblin is unconscious again. You can see little swirls in his eyes. He's got birds flying around his head. Uh, uh, the, birds, yeah. the birds can carry him up. Sindri will look to Lyric and she's like, this may not be ethical. I think we should probably stop doing this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel a little bad about this. I think he's absolutely <laughs> disgusting and, and, and atrocious, but I do think that having a mostly defenseless and forced to walk through traps so what do we do uh we let him go oh i really don't like that idea oh i have an idea i have an idea i'm gonna cast sleep okay pretty he has zero hit points so that'll be easy i would like him to, <laughs> I want to leave him to stay asleep until we are far away is the hope here it's kind of like just like okay. just Z going to just, give me a second leaders. i'm just going to start yeah, like do doing like like doing like um playing her instrument a little bit just to like kind of lull him to sleep and there's a like little like like a nice little like was it not the point that he was to lead us to their yes. camp yes well clearly he's an inadequate guide i would prefer so that I he finds their traps than us yeah. yes well we had him tied up seems pretty unethical to me. Uh, Dungeon Master. Yes. Is there, like, an obvious trail or track There, uh, for those of you who got your survival rolls, yes, there is an obvious trail you were following. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. Uh, and I will use, like, the rest of the rope to tie him up to the tree while he's asleep. A giant spit bubble just goes blah, 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 out of his mouth. And so he's, he's more of a me, 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 than a honk shoe. So, um, me, 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 me. He just starts like snoring. He's actually surprisingly cute when he's snoring. <laughs> Carmilla, do you need a handout? Drink all blood. Oh, no, I don't. Grind bones. We are kindred spirits. Uh, no, I'm. I'll be perfectly okay. I assume that with the climb speed and with pythons, I can make my way up the side. You can what just you can just climb. Sports? It's actually not that steep. I'll, I'll be alright, thank you. And just, like, at, at regular walking speed, we'll climb up the side of this yeah. thing. Okay, so you easily make it back up the side, um, tying uh, tying Kurt up. And uh, with that, you are one goblin down. Shall we continue? Do you know, yeah. Does everyone know where we're going? Sindri uh, will point to the trail. Ah. Yeah. I mean, hmm. ten and a half goblin feet can't be wrong. <laughs> okay, let's go. 
God. <laughs> I brought this on myself. <laughs> you did. What did you expect? I don't know. I don't know at this point. Okay. You'd forgotten. I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten. All right. So with that, you continue to the north. Making your way that way, you can find that the trail easily winds north. And as it does, you're going to see that there is a small stream that is um, kind of flowing into a cave system up ahead of you. Uh, for all intents and purposes, from here on in, whenever I talk about the stream, it is a small two-foot-wide stream that, oh, pardon me, a two-foot-deep stream uh, that kind of slowly flows through the cavern ahead of you. Easy to cross, easy to deal with. As you approach you are going to see that uh, the goblin's trail ends in a cave in a hillside about five miles overall from the scene of the ambush. A shallow stream flows from the cave mouth, which is screened by dense briar thickets. A narrow, dry path leads into the cave on the right side of the stream. You are going to notice that immediately. Well, this isn't so bad. Well, it's quite nice, actually. He did mention mm -hmm. guards. Uh, keep an eye out for them. Sounds good. Can I get a perception roll as you are walking up? Ooh! 19. Dirty nice. 20. Nice. nice. So as also, you, uh, no, nineteen. Yeah, twinsies. All right. So um, as you're approaching, you're going to start hearing some noise in the distance. Goblin speak. A couple of goblins kind of muttering to each other, and it's coming from the trees immediately to the other side of this creek. Ah, blah. Duh. Roll dice. Roll dice you'll hear the sound of clattering. I win. Give shiny. Me got to hop. So you'll hear that just across the way, it looks like, and as you're going up, anybody who is taking extra care to look are going to see a couple of goblins heavily obscured by briar patches. Looks like they're playing with dice through the tree line. You could theoretically sneak past them or up on them. I don't fancy leaving them behind us. Should we try to deal with them? Can you sleep? Put them to sleep? Mm. Was it just the two of them? Looks like there are three of them. Hmm. I could try. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Um, we'll give it a shot. See how All many right. I can take out with uh, sleep. On so, point totals. as you'll approach, you'll see that on the east side of the stream that flows from the cave mouth, that this small area and the thickets looks like it's been, like, pushed down. Um, all of these goblins are sitting astride wooden planks that have flattened the briars and given them kind of a watch area. So you can get a sense that there are about three of them. So go ahead and roll me sleep. Uh, while she's casting, excuse me, um, Carmilla is going to draw her bow 
and aim it kind of in that direction. So any that don't go down in sleep are going down to an arrow. All right, that sounds good. Um, it's a total of 17. 17? Um, the really sad part is that I rolled two ones. Oh, <laughs> so, no! Um, yeah, 17 is the total hit points. We can wow. put to sleep. Okay, um, you are going to cast that and... Uh, two of the goblins are going to... You're going to hear the sound of dice clattering off, and then... Eh, wake up, stupid! Why you sleep? And uh, can I get an initiative roll off of everyone? Uh, Carmilla, you can go ahead and fire that arrow at the one who stands up and looks at his friends first, though. And then we'll go into I initiative. I don't think that worked! Uh, <laughs> uh, so they are heavily obscured, use... so I'll need you to roll with disadvantage. Uh, do I still have Bardic? I didn't use it in the last combat. So it lasts for 10 minutes. Oh, so it's been more than 10 minutes. So I got a 16. 16? Okay. That was with disadvantage? It was with disadvantage, total. That's a mat one, baby. Okay. Uh, so you are going to fire an arrow and it's going to slam in right next to um, this, this stronger looking goblin that uh, is going to stand up there. Uh, above its allies uh, and kind of leers at you. Um, so that is going to be a miss on that turn. Uh, let's go into initiative. Uh, so... Ooh, that's pretty good for him, actually. Uh, so, looking at the initiative list, we have... Uh, ooh, we have Thea followed by me... Followed by Ella. Then I'll roll for the goblins in case they get woken up. Okay, then it's gob one. Then it is Sindri. Then it is not gob two. He's way out. Um, then it is Carmilla. Pardon me, it takes a minute to get used to the new player names. New character names, I should say. Mm-hmm. Lyric and Gob 3. All right. Um, so that arrow is going to slam into the side there. Uh, I'm going to say that's going to ruin the Goblin Leader's surprise round with that nat 1. So he's going to be suddenly alerted to this. Uh, and as you are doing that, Anthea, it is going to be your turn. What do you do? Oh, Butterwort. Um, she's going to kind of step forward so that no one else is in front of her. And she's going to throw out Tasha's Caustic Brew at it. Okay. Uh, now, this is an attack roll to hit? Yeah. Um, or is it a saving no. throw? It's a saving throw. It's a deck saving throw. Okay. That's going to be 10. That's not going to save. Um, so, uh, it's going to be covered in acid for the spell's duration, which is a minute, or until it uses its action to scrape or wash the acid off itself. Right, sounds good. Um, and then it's going to take 2d4 acid damage at the start of each of its turns. Beautiful. Let's swap over to our map. All right. So, does he take that 2d4 mm. right now? Um, no, just at the start of its turn. If there's, it, it is a line, though. So, it's anybody in the line. It's 30 okay. feet by five feet okay so that means so the other one's gonna if... so you can choose yeah. to hit the one in front of him that's sleeping as well or you can aim to only hit him probably try to only hit him okay you can so absolutely do that okay 
Okay, so uh, that is go that spray of horrible um, goop is going to smash into him, uh, and that's going to be uh, his turn. Actually, uh, he is going to see you and let out a, uh, a sudden bark of alarm, uh, and what he's going to do, boy. Is he's gonna take the damage first? That's true. He's gonna take the damage first. Roll, roll for me. Two d four. That's three. Yeah. Okay. Get so, some. Get oh. some. <laughs> All right. Yep. So uh, he's gonna. Ah, ah, it burns. It burns. Uh, Just and, a little bit though. Kind of tickles. Uh, he is going to. You know what? He is going to grab. He's a goblin boss. He's going to grab one of his associates, smack them around a couple times, and to the one next to him, go, "Get in there and kill him." He's gonna say, waking up. Oh, what happened, boss? What happened? Go kill him now. He's going to bark, uh, and uh, he is going to point at you guys across the way. Uh, and I'm gonna spend a hurt the more to have him make an attack as well. He is going to reach down, grab a javelin, and hurl it at you, uh, Caitlin. However, I'm gonna say he's heavily obscured. You're heavily obscured. You're obscured because he has to fire through there too. Uh, so that's gonna be with disadvantage. A javelin is going to go and fly into the creek by your feet and start floating off. Ooh, free javelin. Oh, uh, dear. Ella, it's your turn. I think Alessandra is going to also go, ooh, free javelin, and spit <laughs> that out of the water okay. and fling it back. All right, so make me a attack roll with disadvantage. That would be 13. I think I'll use my determination to bring that to a 15. To a 15? Okay, uh, that is... Uh, that is not going to work. He is going to um, raise his shield and deflect your blow with it. Try harder than that, loser. Like you did? Um, all right. Um, so, uh, the awakened goblin is going to turn and glare at you and launch himself across the water, leaping between you and taking a slash at you with his scimitar, Ella. And that's going to be a 19. Damn, that hits. Okay, and that's going to be... Oh, boy. Uh, that's gonna be eight points of damage. Ooh, ouch! Are you down? No. Okay, this goblin's going to launch himself across the creek and is going to smash into you. Um, the the slashing is going to smash into the side of your chain shirt there uh, that you're wearing beneath your uh, beneath your clothes, and it's going. You're gonna feel one of your ribs crack. And blood. I am very, very hurt. Um, that's going to almost drop you. Uh, and Sindri, it's your turn. Uh, damn. Uh, so I can I can make it into the into the briars. Hey? You absolutely can. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna beat feet, and let me just do the math to get in here. Uh, how do I do this? You can here? easily move through. Um, the the creek does not count as um, as rough terrain because it's so deep. Oh, it's a not that okay. deep. Uh, where 
Oh, that's why I can't. I'm like, why can't I move my, Five, 10, my token? 15. So you can basically move, yeah, right into the thicket. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to make an attack with my scimitar. Or not my scimitar, my uh, cutlass, my short sword. Do it. Uh, and that is an 18 to hit. All right. Hitting the, the boss? Yeah. Okay. You are going to be able to do so. Roll me damage. Uh, that's going to be seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. He's still on his feet. Uh, and I'm going to use martial arts, my monk ability, to make a bonus attack. Okay, go ahead. And that's going to be a 22. That's going to be a hit as well. Roll me damage. So I don't add my... I, If I understand, I don't add my dexterity mod to my martial arts attack. I think you do, still. Okay. Oh, it's just it's just the offhand attack that you make with a, like an extra weapon that doesn't get Yeah, that's fire. why martial arts are so good. Uh, so I deal eight points of damage because I rolled a four. Okay, so um, he is going to snarl at you as you slash him. And I'm going to use my... Um, uh, I'm going to use my redirect attack. And um, as you smash down with your punch, uh, he is going to grab the other sleeping goblin and pull his face in front of your fist. Uh, gross. Okay, cool. How much damage so, is that again? That was... Eight. Okay, you are going to point-blank smash that goblin's head, snapping its neck. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Give life to cause. He tosses the body down. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, that is going to be your turn. Carmilla, you're up. Uh, she is very upset at uh, what this goblin just did to Ella, and is going to attack, uh, toss her bow aside, and draw her short or her longsword uh, and just with a one-handed swing attack eh. oh my god okay that's probably not going to do it because that is a character sheet thing <laughs> uh, that's a nine okay so lashing out uh, you Jesus you are caught up in the moment and are unable to connect. Do you have another action you'd like to do? Can I can I use my bite as an offhand attack? Um, Just with that, and then I roll without my bonus. the The wording is it is a natural weapon that counts as a simple melee weapon. Bite be an offhand attack. This has never come up in a game before, so I'm just going to look this up. <laughs> uh, with two bites cannot be used because it is not a light nor wielded in a hand. Okay, in that case, can I attack with a dagger? Uh, yes, you can draw a dagger. And or attack. a short, a short sword, rather. Sorry, yeah, I have a short sword. Um, Although you're using a long sword as your primary, um, so I believe long the... sword is single hand. But I believe both it's weapons have to be light for two weapon fighting. Oh, okay. they both they both have yes. to be light. Yep, you're good. Yeah, someone in the chat just also confirmed. So yes, uh, well. I would have restatted things. So no, I'll do nothing else. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kristen needs to read rules. Is That's okay. If you, need, if you want to retrain rules. after this episode, you can. Um, all right. Uh, no, it's okay. It, it, I'm, I'm retraining at third level, I planned. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Gobbo number three is dead. So that they are not uh, in part of this. But Lyric, it is your turn. What do you do? Well, I want to intimidate and potentially distract them so i would like to cast minor illusion Ooh. um for with the sounds of um beating drums getting closer okay beating drums getting from the closer. other side 
hopefully. Okay. Preferably. That is not good enough. Um, okay, so that one is going to leer to the south and is going to go, more coming, more coming! Help! Uh, top of the initiative. Do you have anything else you're doing, Lyric? I'm just absolutely going to uh, give Bardic inspiration to... Let me just... So Anthea's next, followed by the goblin boss and Ella. I'd give it to the goblin boss. He needs it more than everyone else. Please don't give it to Anthea. Uh, I was going to give it to Ella. Okay, sounds good. All right, Anthea, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to disengage. Okay. And continue focusing on my spell. Okay, sounds great. So disengaging, you can keep that line up there of caustic liquid. Um, mm -hmm. All right, that means that it is the goblin boss's turn. Uh, go ahead and roll me damage. We can do this. We can do this. Let's go. Yeah, six is better than three. Oh, God, he's real hurt. <laughs> he is real hurt. Um, okay, but he's still up. Uh, looking at Sindri, he's going to brandish his blade and go smack it a couple times. I'm big tough goblin boss. I'm the boss. I'm the boss, not you. And is going to uh, spend a drama or uh, hurt them more and make two attacks against you, my friend. That seems about right. Oh, balls. Um, oh, that is one hell of a goblin boss. Okay, so um, that is going to be a 23 and a 21. Yeah, those both hit. Okay, the first one is going to be seven points of slashing. And the next is eight. Oh, you're down? Okay, uh, slashing you twice. Um, Cindy, you're going to see blood splatter up at your face, and it takes you a full moment before you realize that it's yours. Um, as you collapse to the ground, Ella, it is your turn. I'm the boss! He yells. The one in front of me or the one over? Uh, the one that just downed Cindy yells that. Okay. Well, the one in front of me, I'm going to try and stab with my longsword. Okay, go ahead and make me an attack roll. That one. Yeah, I don't think my bardic inspiration is going to help with that. No. Oh, no. I, uh, I think I'm about to be dead. So, uh, reflexively, the one in front of you, you're going to go, uh, and you're going to stumble forward, having been grievously wounded. However, he got a total of a five on his attack roll to try to skewer you. Um, so what's going to happen uh, is you are going to stumble forward. Uh, I'm going to spend a drama bomb to have this happen. And you're going to stumble as you try to grab the goblin. The goblin is going to try to stab you. And what's going to happen is both of you are going to tumble into the stream, landing and falling prone, kind of like wrapped around each other. Okay, uh, it is that goblin's turn now. That goblin is going to attempt to stab you on his turn. However, because you're both prone, that's going to be with disadvantage because you're kind of tangled up in each other, which is probably for the best. Uh, I have a 12. Nope. Okay, uh, so... Um, he is going to try to stab you, finding that his arm is pinned beneath you. Across the way, Sindri, I would like to know, what are you thinking about as 
you stare up at the sky, your lifeblood ebbing out of you. I'm thinking about my first day leaving the boat, grabbing my all my earthly possessions, and running in the dead of the night, leaving a ship I've been with for years into the streets of Neverwinter. You feel the air moving in and out of your lungs. And in the distance, you hear those drum beating. And as you do, you hear this, this pulsing in your ears, the feeling of your blood flowing, and it feels like you're back on the ocean for just a moment. The race of your blood carrying you away. Carmilla, you're up. What do you do? Oh, uh, I guess we're going to try this again. And we're going to go for the goblin that's in the river. Okay. And I will try to stab him. Okay, you have advantage because he's prone. Awesome. Oh my goodness. I give up. I should probably just drown myself at this point. How many um, would you roll? That's a that's a nine. Okay. I rolled a two and a four. Okay. Uh, so taking a stab, uh, the he, he's too like wrapped up um, with with Ella, and as you like lash out, um, you see blood flowing through the water, and it's going to distract you. You realize that you're hungry. You feel the press of your teeth against your lips, and you look at Ella's wound and like the blood gracefully ribboning out of her upper chest, and you feel maybe a couple of different types of lust. The smoothness of her skin. I'm gonna skin. take a step back out of the okay. river. All right, uh, Lyric, it is your turn. Right. So um, my understanding is that at least one of my friends is downed yes. over there. Can we Sin see, like, probably a little bit obstructed? Yes, definitely obstructed. Okay. And the other one is in the river? Yes. Possibly drowning? Maybe. Hmm. Well, I know that Carmilla is nearby. Yes. Um, and I'm definitely going to rely on her to handle the one in the river because that's that's definitely the best option to be doing here. And Lyric is going to, one second, uh, is going to, oops, I'm pressing all the wrong things. Here we go. Um, is going to, ooh, if he's in the river, he can't, he won't attack, uh, provoke an attack of opportunity if he's prone, right? Uh, he already, uh, that, yeah, he'll definitely have disadvantage on it. Okay, so um, and that thing, I think that Lyric is going to actually going to go and try and jump across the river and run to where she saw Sindri go down. Um, wow. would you like to make me? Uh, anybody who wants to, uh, can make an opportunity attack against this goblin. Well, if it's gonna swing at me and fail at it, then I will happily swing back at it with my rapier that I've got. Okay, you may do so, as may Carmilla, because he's gonna try to, um, he's going to try to lash out at you as you jump over, uh, and in doing so, he's tangled up in, in Ella's legs and is going to, like, basically flop over onto the bank on his back with his chest exposed. Well, 
I got an 18 to... That is going to hit him. Carmilla, what'd you get? Can I try a disadvantaged one? Uh, yes, you may. <laughs> that is a 21. <laughs> Thank you, Raven. Ooh, yeah! <laughs> All right, roll me damage. Uh, I got... Would you get 19? Five piercing yep. if my... Okay. Everybody roll me damage. Now. 11. Yeah. Oh my god. The let's get him respective persona. <laughs> yes, like. Yeah, basically everybody, it's time to press triangle. Oh, that? Sorry, yes. 12. Oh my god. 12. Yeah, my, my big old five. Okay, and Ella? We all just skewer him at the same time. Six. Okay, so that is a total of 23 <laughs> points of damage on a seven hit point goblin. Overkill. Um, basically, suddenly, like a bunch of like legs and arms, and just, are just going to start flying across the clearing as this <laughs> goblin explodes. Uh, hmm, didn't know and, goblins could do that. And uh, Lyric is going to keep running over and is going to stop. I think what is um, once I can see the goblin. Okay, you can see him. A line of putrid acid is smashing into him from down beneath Great. where Carmilla is. Um, I'm going to uh, just drop my rapier and throw a dagger at him. Okay. Make me a ranged attack roll. Um, uh, you do not have disadvantage because you are in the middle of this. Yeah. Um, and I'm possibly going to spend my determination. We'll see. I think I will spend my determination. Okay, what um, does that take you to? Um, do, do, do. Because uh, thrown is dexterity for dagger. Cause it is, yes. Mess, I think, yes. So That would be 18 to hit. Uh, that is actually a hit. Awesome. And one sec, actually. And... Let me just see something. Um, does it have to be an allied character? Nope, it has to be another goblin. Okay. Okay. And then, if that is a hit, then they are taking six piercing damage. Six piercing? As okay. the dagger impact. All right, your dagger is going to smash into them, uh, pinning back to the wall um, and uh, or back to the side of one of the trees. Uh, and as it does so, it's going to kind of like start to bleed out as it looks, but I'm, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. <laughs> it grunts at you. Um, and Anthea, can you roll yes, your, well. your, your acid dice? Oh, sorry, Lyric. Uh, yes, well... You shit job at it. But I'm the boss. Time to retire. Uh, seven. Um, it is going to melt to a goblin skeleton on the tree as oh. the acid completely purges it. Ooh, that's disgusting. Uh, and as it does, you're going to hear tink as a little pouch falls off of the skeleton. As it literally does an item drop. Uh, Sindri is unconscious and bleeding profusely at your feet. Um, are we out of combat rounds? We are yet? out of combat rounds. Can I give him first aid? You may. Make me a medicine With check. A medicine check? 
Possum, possum. And my medicine check is going to be 18. 18, all right. Uh, Cinder, you are going to stabilize. <laughs> oh. uh, do I get... Do I become conscious or am I just like stable? You're gonna to be kind of like you're gonna be kind of groggily unconscious at this point. So you're gonna you're gonna be like what? Tap 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 tap. Oh come on! Oh. I get. God. Both hands just like Ow. tap tap tap. I'm not hitting you very hard. I... Come on. No, not that. <laughs> the stab oh, <stabbings>. yes. <laughs> right. Well, we have patched them up a little bit. Thank you. But Thank they you. are still very much there. Um, see, I could heal you, but I spent all my... Um, I, I, I ran out of juice That's earlier okay. Just with the sleep. I need to get up. In a minute. I would prescribe <laughs> slow movements and um, no vigorous activity for the time being. Vigorous activity. Yeah, don't get stabbed again. Yeah. Oh. While that's happening, <laughs> Alessandra is going to be slowly like crawling her way out of the stream, and once she's out on the bank, she's just going to flop and lie there bleeding. Oh, pretty Alessandra. Um, I don't have anything to help you. Not this time. That's all right. I, I probably should avoid any more fighting, though. Uh, oh, butterwort. Carmilla kind of looms oh. over Althea for a moment. Yes. And uh, sort of looking down at, um, at Alessandra and then kind of goes, I'll start putting up camp. <laughs> <laughs> walk away from all the bleeding people and start putting up tents. Okay. Well, that's a good <laughs> idea. Find me somewhere secure away from the entrance of the Goblin Caverns. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I still have some, some, some bandages that stick, but maybe not. I don't know. Oh! Reminds me, I need to go check out that thing that dropped from Probably that corpse. Okay. I'm gonna go oh. pick, up that, pick that up and investigate it. Okay. Well, I'm sure my friends aren't all just dying on me. So uh, inside of that pouch, you are going to see there's a small belt pouch containing what looks like 16 silver pieces. I think I should hold, hold on to this for safekeeping. <laughs> you do that. Uh, Sidri's going to like kind of like prop himself up. Oh, uh, slow it down! Slow it down! I can't stay here. As well, there's... Can you carry him over the river to camp? Or just help? <sighs> I'm, I'm yes, far I too small. Lyric will tuck the pouch into her own little uh, um, pouch uh, bag thing. Pockets. I don't know. I think she's got pockets, honestly. And is Ooh. going to go and uh, will hoist. Well, I guess firemen carry Sindri across. Um, He's pretty pretty slight, so you can probably do that. This is Fair. probably very funny because I I don't know how tall Sindri is, but Lyric is five three. 
Sindri is also like five foot, so this is perfect. Excellent. Beautiful. We have lots of very small people. Okay, wait, did I for once make a not insanely tall character and I'm still the tallest at like 5'7"? Yes. You think so? I mean, I'm Lady Alessandra's like six feet high. tall with the, uh, with the halo. We're tied. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> so I think Alessandra is probably far slighter than you are. Yes. Which yeah, is fair. slightly disguised by her clothes, but if anybody had to like help her at all, probably feel how frail she is. Okay. So, do you head a little bit of ways to camp, or do you camp close? Probably not right here. I did roll an 11 on my survival check. Okay, uh, so that's so... enough to know that camping right next to the entrance to a goblin cave is probably not ideal. <laughs> it's in, like, the ranger handbook, right next to, she like, you know... probably starts and then is like, Good morning, up. goblin cave. Good morning, goblin cave. Good morning, good morning. It's great to wake up, stabbed. <laughs> it's great to wake up, not. <laughs> that could have a couple connotations based on the ads that that song was used for. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot it was used in a Viagra commercial. Thank you for reminding me. Yep. <laughs> not, not. I can't I hear it without thinking of that, that now. That. <laughs> God. All right. Hey, so. No. Uh, you are going to head off into the woods, trying to find a good place. Uh, you find like a clearing that has like quite a bit of a canopy cover uh, to it that you think is probably a good place to set up a um, a camp. What? You thinking about Viagra again? <laughs> it's great. To wake up shanked. <laughs> it's great. To wake up shanked. Great to wake up shanked. All right. I'm so glad I'm mostly unconscious right now. Okay. I'm pretty sure Lyric is humming along as she's as she's like toting Sindri around too. It's the best day of your life, really. I just I just gotta say, uh, you make your way uh, over to this clearing that Carmilla guides you to. Um, and are you just short resting, or are you gonna do a long rest? I'm gonna need a long rest. Okay. Yeah. So. I have one hit point left and then lyric will spend time composing some songs because i have two hit points down out of my total and i'm f oh well actually i want to cover my spells too so okay so lyric i guess that means that you're going to uh you're going to take first watch as you guys long rest perfect okay all right so um as you guys First game, first long rest, folks. Let's do it. This is how I play Baldur's Gate 3. Hell yeah. God. I mean, I think we knew this was going to happen with me. I was very lucky last fight to not get hit. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's roll for some random encounters. So your night progresses. Darkness falls. and You have a little crackling campfire on you. Um, <clears throat> uh, as you are sitting there, I'd like you. What's your passive perception? lyrics yeah 11 and is anybody else I, uh, this is my dump stat is anybody else staying up with lyric for the first shift i'm assuming Sindri and, and Alessandra are right out yep i need that uh sweet sweet uh i can help i'm nominally at zero hit points so yeah i'm 
<laughs> in a bag somewhere. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll do like mid shift, cause I'm a creature of the night. Okay. <laughs> Is there like three shifts here. or just two shifts? Um, I think you guys can do this in two shifts if you want to. Who wants me to go with them then? I will serenade you. Oh, that sounds nice. It's probably not a ser an actual serenade. It's probably just sort of like a raunchy tavern song. Oh my goodness. It depends on how explicit it is, whether she understands it and gets it and blushes or not. She's kind of... Hold on. I'm going to... Can I... Can I... <laughs> I need to insight something. Sure. I got a... I got an, a 10 to... It, pers to get an sense of how naive and innocent or sheltered, I think. Um, Anthea is? Anthea is. Well, she just said, oh, <laughs> butterwort as her big swear of the night. So... So with that, uh, the lot of you are sitting there in front of the fire. Lady Alessandra, you are sleeping. Carmilla, you as well. And um, Lyric and Anthea, what are you doing as night rolls in? So Lyric was um, singing um, raunchy tavern songs, but had um, determined that Perhaps Anthea was a little bit sheltered and mm. is instead replacing the really raunchy lyrics with like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, or like just slightly different words. So it doesn't actually make sense for any of the ones that are actually stories because some of them are like like narratively. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and then they had baguettes. Kind Whoa, of thing. Why would they have baguettes though? I don't know. It's just the song. It just keeps going. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I don't really understand music. Hmm. Yes, well, it's not for everyone. I mean, it is for everyone, but not everyone really gets it. Well, maybe I don't get it, but I get other things. Like, I think we should have five coils in each spring. I think that might balance out. Oh, but I might want to have more or fewer in mine because I'm smaller. Hmm. Aha, I beg you like understand what you're talking about. <laughs> do you need something for the front where you've got the... Or do you have the rhythm of the card all figured out when you're... Well, I've got it all figured out. Uh, okay. But if you were adding a cushioning to it, I think it yeah. would carry over to the front just fine, would it not? No, I'm going to do each seat individually, I think. Uh, and then we can have them custom tailored. It's certainly... Uh, innovative. Oh, thank you. That's what I do. That's what I try to do, anyways. Okay, so anyway, I'll make you some too. And, um... Hmm. I have to try to figure out how to put it in the front seat, though. Well, I mean, there's that, that, that part that flips up, and there's like a little, for the driver, that little cubby. Hmm, that's true. That's I guess I'll there. have to use the cubby space. It's not like I'm mm. using it for anything. Oh, okay. I mean, you should. Well, not anymore, but you should have. It's pretty convenient. Hmm. What's your passive perception, <laughs> Anthea? Twelve. 
You hear wildlife in the distance. The howl. The howl of a wolf? Coyote? And then it gets a little closer. And then suddenly, as you are lying there, you are going to see just at the edge of the firelight, yellow eyes staring at you from the undergrowth of the trees. And they're not my yellow eyes. They are not. They are, they are different ones. There's a there's a thing. There's a thing. There's a. She's gonna start the... tapping. Lyric. What? There's a something. I don't interrupt my process. I don't know what it is. But, She'll point uh, at it. A lyric will take a look. There's a wolf with dark black fur and a deep scar bisecting the area between its bright yellow eyes. Hello. It looks like it's seen a thing or two. Wolfie? Make me an animal Hello. handling roll, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a 12. Okay. It looks at you and just keeps an intent gaze on you. It doesn't growl. It doesn't do anything that... In fact, there's something weird about this wolf. Looking at it, you can see yes. that it's it's approaching the fireplace and it appears to be alone. Are you a music... Enthusiast? Oh, yeah, keep playing, maybe. She'll keep playing. <laughs> All right. You play your instrument. And as you do, the wolf is going to look up at you and turn back to the undergrowth that it was hiding in and make... There's going to be a slight scrabbling noise, like it's digging or rustling. And then it's going to turn back toward you with something in its mouth. Ooh. And it is going to toss it. Kind of Ooh. just throw its head up in the air. And this little patch of branches is going to tumble onto the ground. quite nice quite nice is that for, for us she's like she's still playing and but she's also kind of like shifting and like kind of like and like s slowly standing up to approach what was tossed and it's kind of like scuffing it with her will like nudge it with her foot can i uh, incite this interaction or something yes you may <laughs> have i heard about this in books please <laughs> oh i don't I've not heard about this in books. I'll be a nine. You have no idea. But yeah, you may. Um, and What's Lyric, as you are talking to this wolf and you ask it a question, it's going to go, wolf. Oh. Okay. 
would this be a history or I want like you to a make nature? Me, I want or? you to make me a, you can make me a history roll. You can make me, um, you can make me a nature roll. You can make me a, um, an, another thinking, animal. Like, have I heard anything like in this, in, in, in songs or tales? Like, have I heard, ever heard anything? Make me a history roll then. And, and Thea, if you are right next there as well, either of you can also make me an arcana mm -hmm. roll. Oh, okay. Well, my history roll is giving me a good old 24. Whoa! There are stories of strange animals that come out of the woods and help strangers from time to time. A lot of the old legends tell of things like that. Yeah, but usually I got nine. A nine? For such a visit. For my arcana, yeah. Nice. I'm doing real well. So I'm glancing down, it looks like a, a bundle of holly berries at your feet. And for my Arcana check, that's a 23. They're not holly berries. They're good berries. Holly berries. Oh. Uh, it is no, 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 a... Those are, those are not... They're not uh, holly. There are oh, six berries. good berries there. And the wolf is going to look up at you and go, A wolf. Thank and you. is going to turn and run off into the woods. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm much more familiar with werewolves, but I suppose a weird wolf isn't that far out of the imagination. Hmm. Well, that um, was a very kind wolf. It did. It gave us good berries. You know, berries, you eat them and they heal you. Yes, you yes, oh, I do, I do, I do. Hmm. Probably shouldn't just shove them down Sindri's mouth, should I? I mean, you probably choke. That's probably not the best. You can mush it into a paste and shove it in his cheek. He's still probably choke, but not as bad. Cindy's just sitting over there meditating in pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, he's up. Just laying stock still on the ground like this, like in Baldur's Gate. Yeah, my, my feet are in all the water. Like... All of a sudden, he's just on top. <laughs> Yeah, like, sort of conscious, but just... <laughs> Didn't think he'd be conscious enough to eat them himself. And how about... I think... I Ella think he could rather manage. hurt you. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Oh. But he's kind of oh. good. What was... What was that? Berries. Did you feed all of them to Sindri? No, just like half of them. <laughs> so, Sindri, so there are six, right? There are six, and Sindri, if you if yeah. you feed that, you'll regenerate three hit points and have. You're gonna feel like you've got about three days worth of calories in you. You've got like like five hour energy, like three five hour energies in you right now. <laughs> Whoa! Five hour good berry. <laughs> you make those? No, a wolf gave them uh, to us. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Perfect. It was um, a very kind wolf. They were. They gave me berries. I've never. Is is the woods like this always? I wouldn't know. I can assure you no. Okay. Um, I'm still in a lot of pain, so I'm going to go lie down and then hope this fever passes. Okay, feel better. That sounds like a good, good idea. I must be hallucinating. Good night. But like Should I'm gonna lie down and just be like absolutely like awake and just like staring at the stars. When do you think he's gonna realize he was conscious this whole time? Mm. Hmm. 
Maybe when the sun rises. Anyway. <laughs> you continue to. So, how much do you weigh? Do I weigh? Mm. Oh, well, you know, I just. Lady never tells. Oh, it's for the springs, though. How much do you think I weigh? I don't know. Um, um, um. Hmm. I have to do more research. Very good. Yes, um. <laughs> I think the lyrics couldn't go. And, um, once it's time to change the shift, we'll probably go and, and, and figure out how to feed berries to Ella. Sounds good. All right, so who's waking up for second shift? Is that going to be Carmilla's pretty not injured? Okay, so Carmilla, you wake up and suddenly the night is alive around you. You never feel as awake as you do at night. Not since. Um, Anthea would have said, because on shift change, she would have said, if anything happens, you can wake me up. I don't actually sleep very often anyways. Yes, I've become unfortunately very aware of that. Yeah. Okay, well, have a good shift. Tap, tap, tap with her book. Quite hard, actually. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Good night then. Good night. Okay. And uh, post up. As you are posting up for watch, what's your passive perception? <laughs> Ten. Ten. <laughs> we it's a are bad here. idea to leave you alone, baby. <laughs> No healers. No perception. Yes. We are the perfect No group. gods, no masters, no perception. Exactly. Okay. Uh, can you do me a favor and roll me a d12? D12, eh? Uh, oh god, they're all at the bottom of my jar. You roll me a d10 then, I don't care. No, there it is. I found it. I got it. They're the tiniest dice ever in these sets. A five. Five? Okay. It's nice knowing you. It's nice knowing us. Okay. <laughs> you set up camp by yourself, watching your friends sleep. There's quiet in the night, and above you, you can hear the sound of bats making their ways through the night. In fact, you're even able to just barely, barely hear the sound of their screeches. And as you are looking up and keeping an eye on that, there's going to be a flutter. And can you please make me a wisdom save, please? Probably not. Oh, that's a 16. Okay. You hear something rustle in the bush nearby. And you stand up. But as you do, keeping your hand on your blade you're going to hear this rustle and then suddenly an explosion of black leathery wings erupt out of the tree line nearby you. Spooked by something in the distance, you think you can hear a deer sprinting? Perhaps that's what startled them, but suddenly you were surrounded by three, four dozen bats. 
They swirl around you, shrieking. Some of them get in your hair. They don't bite you. They just swirl around you for a moment, like a black cape. But, even startled as you are, you hold your composure. You don't let out a shriek. You don't wake your companions. And then, they disperse into the night. Palm? I think, I think she's a little startled at first and then takes a there is this weird I, I joke mom but there, there is this kind of like strange connection to that that association that she doesn't want to take any comfort in but there's kind of a part of her that does and it's kind of like yeah this is and that sort of spins into looking back at her companions that are all asleep through this darkness and you know staying close to the fire where she's kind of farther away and is really sort of this this comfort that she takes in the dark and the creatures of the night and things like that she it really turns her very sad of being like yeah this is this is where i belong it's not with them i'm just with them the only way i can be with them is if i get rid of whatever has been done to me but mm-hmm. until that point i need to keep my distance and as you have that moment you're going to hear a dry brush a dry branch crack in the brush about probably about five meters away from camp and then something large well something meaty hit the ground like something just did a belly flop stupid nickel you'll hear this familiar raspy voice oh my god curd what are you doing hunting raccoon hungry Of course you are. Why, why not you why killing are you, family? Are you, well, apparently your family are much more proficient than you are. Hmm. Kurt is kind of a loser. Well, you could have led with that. You, you not bargain with loser. You kill loser. Go keep the good ones. Just like mom tried. Well... That's incredibly sad and very endearing, and I don't want to like you because you've been kind of a dick, but... What is dick? A jerk, a rude... Hmm. Yes, someone that is Mokta. not helpful. The Mokta. All right, yeah. Mokta, wonderful. Okay, well... Despite you being Mokta... She'll like reach down into like her pack and find some, some like jerky or something like yep. that. Something that has meat in it, and we'll sort mm. of come here. <laughs> mm. Okay. So, is there anyone else of your family that's in there that has more of the oh. capabilities? Mm-hmm. No one wears cape. Fighters? Is there any good fighters in your family? Mm, yeah, yeah, some good fighters. Some. They're uh, uh, mm. Yimik. 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 Yeah, Yimik runs uh, eating room, eating cave. 
Head guard. Okay. Head guard gimmick. And then. Right, we will. And then King Clark. King Clark. King Clark. Well, Clark. Clark wants to be king. He our bugbear. He leader. Report King Kroll. King Kroll. Right. He wants to be king. Okay. Wants to kill King Kroll. Thinks we don't know. He talks about it in his sleep. And sometimes when he poop. Why would you talk while you poop? I... We try, we try to acquire. Even Goblin don't understand. <laughs> He's Bugbear. Don't understand. He has big mean wolf named Ripper. Oh, there's wolf. Hmm. Okay. Wolf, we have many wolf. wolf. Ripper. Ride wolf. Right. Yeehaw. You, are there many wolf? There are many wolf in the cave? Mm. Uh, five. Four. Five wolf. Five wolf. Four wolf? Six, six, five wolf and Ripper. So, right. Ripper, Ripper is wolf, so six wolf. Okay. Um, you have been much more helpful this time around. You're just not very good at finding traps without setting them off. Didn't know about second trap. Wasn't... They don't trust... Curd to set traps. They think Curd loser. Makta. Curd show them. You kill all of them, then King Curd. If they're all dead, who will you be king of? Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm going to make an intelligence save, I think. <laughs> that's a four. Oh, no, pardon me. That's a two, because he's at a minus two for intelligence. He's going to sit there and go, oh, oh. He's going to be that meme of the guy staring into space, you know, like the... Uh, always someone beneath Kurd. <laughs> I be king of Kurd? You can be king of Kurt without killing anybody. You can be king of yourself all alone. You can be king of yourself even when you're with other people who are above you. No, then they my king. Well, they're like a separate lord. There are many kings in the world. There's not just one. Your king is not my king. What? Yes, many kings on equal footing. He's going to sit down on the ground and look at his feet. I think big hard. Think. I can see the smoke. Fire. He points at the fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would you like to warm? Yeah. Kurt have long day. It's it's been a rough one, little guy. He's going to curl up and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so, <laughs> God damn it.
Yeah, buddy. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, buddy. It has been a long day. I am Kurdoff. I am Kurdoff. <laughs> I am Kurd. Hear me roar. <laughs> I want to see you be Kurd. God. <laughs> um, I, I'm definitely thinking that if he's still there when Lyric wakes up, Lyric is tossing him in the river because he stinks. Okay. Um, stream. But he will kill him. It's just, you know. It's a two meter yeah. deep. <laughs> he cracks his head on a rock and dies. That's the end of Kurt. Isn't it two, two just, feet deep? Yeet. It's just like your knees. It's just like dump, right? I mean, unless you're only three feet tall. Well, I mean, maybe I won't let him go. I'll just dump and then we'll haul him out All again. Right. Actually, how tall is I he? I still have that so Kurt, I'm going to say he's metals. like, how tall are you, Anthea? Like three foot five inches. He's like three five and a half. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this can't stand. <laughs> all right, morning comes. All of you will regenerate all of your hit points. Yay. So congratulations to being back to the land of the living. And as light slowly trickles into the clearing, Lyric, you're going to awaken to see Curd snoring next to you. Oh my god, it stinks! And then you'll all oh, hear this. going to just hoist and dump. Wah! Splash. Oh. Have a bath! You stinky little gremlin! Goblin! Blah, 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 goblin! Blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh Sindri will... Drown! Haul it back out. out. <laughs> oh, and it's just like scrubbing with the soap that we found. Okay. Oh no, no, no. Flower stink, flower stink. Yeah, well, it's better than what you stink before. Flowers don't stink. Usually. Either some you... do, actually. Um, I have a whole list of some. I, I think the concept of whether a flower stinks or not is rather is a con. Um, hmm. It's subjective. I strangely feel like it's a personal, per, personal attack. So, mm. did a what? wolf come into our camp last night? Oh, uh, yes, and oh. it gave us some berries. It was very kind. Okay. Did you? We gave you the berries. Guess... Did you hit your yeah, head a bit hard? And you started. No, I just got stabbed up. twice. It just seems. The... Yeah. Barely real. Um, and he it looks was like very Kurt. strange. Oh, what uh, I know. Yeah? It's clean. Hey, Hi. Now. I'm clean now. Either it gets clean or it leaves. I don't care which. It's, cl it's clean now. Clean now. I'm clean now. Drop. Just like, let's go. I think it was like holding it under the armpits. <laughs> Lady Alessandra, how are you? How are you holding up? I, I'm doing well, thank you. I am definitely rolling hit dice, <laughs> or hit die. <laughs> uh, well, if you uh, if you sleep, you can get them all back. Sweet, sure. Yeah. So, uh, as you're being asked that, Lady Alessandra, you start gathering up your belongings, and as Sindri asks that, you reach out for your sword, and you find that as you touch, as you touch the side of it, your hand is shaking slightly. And you get a flash, a memory.
your grandmother looking over you as your family trains in the yard. Your lungs burn from coughing. You're exhausted. There, there now, your grandmother says, her voice raspy but full. I'm sure there will be time for you to go and play with your ki with your siblings later. You need to rest, Alessandra. You're not as strong as they are. There's place for you inside of the Order as well. There is nothing wrong with being a librarian, a bookkeeper, a researcher. There's nothing wrong with being someone who guides the swords of those more capable. The sound of training, training dummies being struck with wooden swords behind you. Let those who were chosen for the path walk it. The image fades back, and you find yourself looking at your sword, your fingers trembling. What do you do? Kind of look at it for a moment, clench my hand, and then reach out and very firmly try and grasp my sword and put it away. The trembling stops. You slide it onto your belt. Sindri still waits for his response. Lady Alessandra? I, I'm well. Thank you. Okay, let's, let's get this all packed up, I guess. We have some friends to rescue. And I think that's where we're going to call game for the night. Good final line, Chris. All right, so everybody. Line, 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 line. <laughs> Whose line is it anyway? It's Chris's. Hey, uh, that's going to be episode one of Fandelver and Below. So congratulations. I really like your party so far, guys. Yeah. I think they're I fun. Us. Oh my yeah, this god. They're all so good. Dungeon crawl in episode like one. God. Yeah, like, my boy, my boy, Curd. I'm like, you guys are gonna Other. adopt. You're gonna adopt the goblin. I, I already knew it. I oh, can't gosh. wait to get a few more hit points. <laughs> Just kidding. How many do you I'm have? I'm as weak as the goblins. <laughs> you had two more hit points than the nine. goblins. Nine. You okay, more so damage you have, than the goblins. You have right. one less hit point than me. We're tied, twinsies. <laughs> Come on, nine hit point squad. <laughs> the maximum I can gain is nine. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, hey, folks, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Fandelver and Below. We're going to be running this game every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific. So if you're tuning in for the first time right now, definitely come back for episode two. Uh, this is going to be a fantastic campaign. And I got to say, I'm really excited where the second half goes. It's going to be dark, twisted, and wonderful. And I hope you enjoy 
uh, and come back for more. A big thank you to our sponsor for the night, Bookworm Games, who is doing a dice giveaway um, for us tonight. So if you want to enter that, uh, go ahead and hit exclamation mark Fandelver uh, before I finish thanking the patrons and uh, you'll have a chance to win. If you're watching this later on YouTube, thank you so much for supporting us. Give us a sub uh, if you're over there because it doesn't cost you anything and it makes me happy. So please do that. Leave a comment, by the way, and I'll do my best to respond. Uh, a big thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon because Dork Tales is a full-time endeavor and we could not do it without the, the monetary and emotional support that we get from our friends over at patreon.com slash dorktales. Starting with, uh, I must thank our world-building producer, uh, Jade the Maker of Monsters, who is designing all sorts of things for the Underdark and other other things that delve in the deep uh, for future campaigns. Thank you so much, Jade. A big thank you to my uh, my mom who just had her birthday like 20 minutes ago or 40 minutes ago. Uh, so thank you very much, mom, divine producer that you are. Um, I will see you tomorrow. Um, big thank you to our demonic patron, uh, Bricarious. Thanks so much, Funkelbreck. You're an amazing dude, and I look forward to gaming more with you soon. To our Wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin, you're amazing. Wizards and magical in all ways. Thank you so much. And finally, to our High Council of the Patreon, uh, that is Taryn, Buddy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Eladeth, Larouk, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. Thank you for supporting us and for keeping the channel on the air. If you want to join them and get a ton of additional content, head over to patreon.com slash dorktales and join up for as little as $5 a month. You'll get a ton of extra content and uh, they're even better tiers than that where you get even more stuff. So consider it. You get a bunch of extra games and you support a channel that hopefully you enjoy. Thank you so much to everybody for playing and uh, thank you to everybody on Patreon. Uh, with that... Um, Let's do that. So it is time for Fandelver uh, to have been entered in the chat. So Christine, let's do a drum roll, please. All righty then. It was, it was a bookworm dice that broke my streak tonight. Ooh, oh. yeah. All right. And our winner is Slouching Beast. Good job, Slouching Beast. Uh, so Slouching Beast. Um, uh, we're gonna That's reach awesome. out. We're gonna reach out to you, so Slouching Beast. Uh, send us your send us your email address, and we'll put you in contact with Bookworm Games for them to send you your prize. Uh, thank you, everybody, for sticking around and for watching Fandelver and below. We'll see you next Monday night. Be sure to uh, to come back tomorrow for Hunter the Vigil Summons, which is going public release tomorrow. Uh, I think you're really gonna like it. It's a fantastic game with some amazing people telling a really spooky story just in time for spooky season. Uh, and with that. We'll see you next time here on Fandelver and Below, The Shattered Obelisk. Good night, everybody. Fandelver and Below, The Shattered Obelisk is a Dork Tales production. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark, and it stars Amy Godfrey as Lyric, Krista Mitchell as Carmilla Alazarin, Christine Rattray as Lady Alessandra Baraquel, Chris Ross as Sindri, and Caitlin Vinkel as Anthea Briarfoot. Our opening theme is Only Teeth Remain by Tim Kulig. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. 
Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our divine producers, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are, uh, my parents. Which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Vicarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin. You're wizards now! The High Council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on Earth. Taryn, Dustin, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kelowna Curd. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dorktales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Collinson, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Iron Warrior X, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, Brandon Keane, and Voidweaver. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkel, an actual guinea pig, eternal student Dale Cope, winemaster Robin Hulford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, Jade, the maker of monsters, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an insomniac veterinarian, Andrew Wolf, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Professor Multiverse, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Lost Crack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jom Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Joseph, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, James G, Sabersloth, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont More, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Doc Flame YT, Phoenix Queen, Trey, Chris, Dark Sun, The Queer Mountain Witch, Kalen Whitebeard, Phelan the Wild Elf, Hooser Jedi, Rephus, Beastborg, Ronzol, Iron Sun, Meredith McCann, Zorak, Leroy Bryce, Will Wisner, Aridian, Matthew, The Mysterious Plutonian, Rousey, JC, Ravenna, Vladimir Smirnov, Spank My Betty, Jay Hobbs, and Duo Maxwell. And of course, to our dork squad, Jen Peters, Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Dennis Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, David McCrellis, Sarah of Aria Sharp, and Brian Johnson. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dorktales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com slash dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. Thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you want to just spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.